This is the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy Hits, Channel 99. from the Ron and Fez show and Bob Dylan as well as Chris Stanley yeah. our producer who I must tell you during this best of that we put together is as drunk as that song sounded that it's he just put on the best night ever you don't love that song that song is ridiculous and it's embarrassment and he's trying to troll us okay <laughs> he's trying to laugh at people who say I like Bob no it's the oh, another one opening up this is a Sam Adams. Congratulations, Christmas. So you're just moving around from one brand of beer to another. I'm taking a beer tour of America. Mm -hmm. I started in, in Pottsville. Pottsville, PA. Now I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. You don't have to read it. You know it's from Boston. You know it. It's fun. Not, by, by the way, you're not doing live re reads of beer labels. Uh it's the uh, Christmas Eve show that we're doing on our way to the year in comedy wrap-up, which will take place 
on the 31st of December. And we'll replay that on the 1st of December. If I was you, I would I would put it in my like phone warning so my phone would tell me to do it. It's a calendar alert is what mm-hmm. you need. You need a calendar alert. I call it phone warning. <laughs> like it's a phone warning. No, no calendar alert. Ryan Fez, year and comedy special, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. It's a strange Christmas for us this year. In all the years that we've done the Ron and Fez show, this is the first year we didn't have a kind of our own office party where we all went out to dinner. It's really weird. It's strange. It's the first time I have an experience. It's very, it's, it throws me off, you know? It throws me off as well. I was like, when's going to be the big Christmas dinner? It's always been very nice, you know? Well, that was uh, Fez's big famous um, song about him where he double-dosed the guy <laughs> And gave him a giant. Maybe we'll play that again today. I we I, th- I feel like we have to. Yeah. On Christmas Eve, yeah. Maybe we'll get that started. Um, coming up today, you'll be able to hear about uh, a lot of stuff that we're doing for the Christmas uh, season here, and of course the. Year in review, and it's going to be late night moments. Late night moments will be something will happen today. And a lot of people write them and they go, Ron, why do you? No one else all these do all these extras for when they're on vacation. Why do you give us all these new stuff? Why do you put a drunk centaur on with us? Human, drunk human, a drunk human on with us. Thank you, thank you. Half human, half horse. <laughs> no, full human, zero horse. All right, as long as we're bringing horse into the equation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much it is, as long as it's there. And they say to me, why do you do it? Why do you do it? And I go, because we love you. We love you more than your parents love you. We love you more than your wife or your girlfriend. I'm talking to married guys right now. That's right. They know where I'm coming from. Right? You know. You know what's going on. Stop being sexy with men. We love you more unseemly. than a cult leader does. How about that shit? Fez, how come we didn't do a Christmas dinner this year? Love? Lack of, right, Fez? I don't think it's a lack of love. <laughs> yeah. It's a lack of love. Guess I'll just... Or L-O-L. I, guess I'll just eat roast beef sandwiches in the lobby of a fucking Midtown building instead, right, Ron? You're going to do you're that a, anyway. You're drunk, Chris. And he was talking about tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about tonight. Not whatever fucking day this is. The best... Oh, it's... it's I think we didn't have a team Christmas party because we don't seem to be a team this year. We're, it's like, did you ever see Fantastic Four when they were all not friends with each other? Oh, yeah, that was... That's where we are right oh. now. Can I be I, the human torch? Sure, sure. That's not what everybody thinks of when they see you. <laughs> that's bu- Why are you fucking laughing at me? And Fez will be the invisible woman. But isn't it, does it feel weird to you, Fez? Or are you, are you glad we're not having the party this year? I'm glad. It just didn't feel like, like you Jesus. said, the team spirit. It just didn't feel, it would have felt like just going through the motions. It wouldn't have felt like a team dinner. What? Team dinners are fun. It help, I, I feel like dinners <coughs> help build the team, you know? I know I tried to be on the team all year. Uh, you can go over and check this out up on the iBank today. You can, as we're doing the year end and wrap up in comedy, it's all the comedy club bookers, owners, and managers from around the country giving their clubs highlights. Amazing piece. That's super cool. Uh, 
You can also vote on the Comedian of the Year. Uh, you'll see Fez Watley's timeline uh, for Christmas, which you said you wanted to try to put together into a song, Fez. Yeah, just the entire year in comedy, 2014, all put to music. Is that what's going to be on the site? No, on the site you'll see it'll take you a really, really beautiful looking graphic that will take you on a journey through the uh, the year of comedy. You know what's the best sell ever? Is a beautiful looking graphic. Hey, go to this site. You'll see a beautiful looking graphic. This is amazing looking. All the things that happened during 2014 just in comedy alone. You have the part where we stopped being a team? What date was that? I don't know what time. Uh, what date did Shelby come on board? Whoa! Where did we go last year? Oh, Mr. Mr. Um, oh, Mr. Changs. Mr. Changs is that the name of it? I think so. Or are we being racist? No, I think we're being spot on. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was Mr. Changs and Gurian was there as well. Oh yeah, Gurian was there and he was wearing a kind of a mid mid shirt. And that man's got a sexy stomach. Uh, so, timeline is up there. The books of the year, the specials of the year, the viral videos. You can go and vote on all of it. It's all up on the Interabang for this year. But now, it's time for us to throw it to Late Night Moments. When we get back after Late Night Moments, well, there's going to be something just called, and I don't remember this, yeah. hashtag some homo. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a great segment. Hashtag some homo. You remember it, Fez? This was our answer to hashtag no homo. It was to fight back against it. That's crazy. I don't even remember that. Uh, and then it says CAC versus pie. Uh, it's a, that's a miscue for me or I'm a misspelling. I'm pie over CAC. Cake. <laughs> Cake versus pie. I'll take GAC over pie. <laughs> Actually, a lot of nights I used to do gack and pie. You know what I'm saying, Chris? I get it. If you bitches want to stay for that gack, you're giving up the pie. The great debate. Shelby, I don't want you to feel like it's you that is the reason we're not having the dinner. I think Fez is being a little cruel. All right. I, I'll, I'll accept that. You get any more beers from down there, bro? Huh? Because I'm fucking running out. <laughs> I can only fit the four in my pocket. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Seriously, though, it's low. Do you want to let him run down and get some more, then? Sure. I'll, I'll okay. jump on the board for a hot second. Um, Fez, the kid that you're being mean to at Christmas mm-hmm. lost his dad this year. That's very sad. Maybe a nice dinner would have made him feel better about himself and like he was part of something. I don't think he would have gone. Shelby, would you went to the annual thing that didn't happen this year? I would have loved to attend as a team. See, he's just saying that now. I don't think so. We never saw him at this Christmas party. <sighs> this On this was... past Wednesday. No, this is tonight, dude. We just came from the fucking Christmas party. That's where I got all these beers from. Drunky and cranky are ruining this best of with love. <laughs> I thought tonight, I was adding to it. Uh, unmasked uh, with Ron White at 5 o'clock. That's unmasked... Well, at, uh, 5 p.m. right here on Raw Dog. It's yeah. Ron White unmasked. And also, um, Comedians Who Went Mainstream is also up on the iBang. Comedians Who Went Mainstream. Uh, so let's send it to Late Night Moments.
John, this is going to come as something as a shock to you. You're ending your show. John, please. I'm, I'm ending my show. We wouldn't be on the air. That's people. Secondly, this has been the greatest 22 years of my life. And I phoned him just before the program and I said, Leslie, it's been great. You've been great. The network has been great. But I'm retiring. The late night moments of 2014. 2014, the funniest year of all the years since the beginning of time. And we put together this piece, the best late night moments. Now, when you say late night, the next word is always what, Fez? Television. Late night comedy. For some reason, people want comedy from 1130 on. 6.30, if someone starts to be funny, they're like, hey, easy. Give me the news straight. Stop it's that. It's six thirty. Don't be silly. But eleven thirty, they're like, let's have some silly news, and that's why, of course, we have late night comedy. Here's some of the moments of the year. Joan Rivers returns to the Tonight Show after 165 years. Jimmy Fallon brought her back on. Uh, Bill Murray flies into the Letterman Show. Jonah Hill apologizes on the Tonight Show. Uh, Chelsea Handler signs off from E! And many more of these stories, such as uh, Jay Leno signing off for the second time. David Letterman announcing his retirement. Ben Affleck accusing Bill Maher of racism. He was very angry that night. It looked like they, they were going to throw hands. Jimmy Kimmel reveals the twerk um, as being a prank. Stephen Colbert saying goodbye. And John Oliver, um, the internet commenters. Everybody got a chance to be part of this except for two shows. Seth Meyers did not make it. And another 1230 show didn't make it, Fez. Craig Ferguson. Fez put together this list. Wow. And is asleep by quarter after 12 every night. I mean, Craig has that great sidekick. The robot or did have that great sidekick. Yes, he gave that up, Chris, as you know. I He's know. no longer doing the show. What was the date of his last show, Fez? He went off the air December 19th. 2014? 2014. 2014. Okay, well, we're going into 2015 now. You know, everything's going to be about the go-go 90s. You know, from this point on. Hammer time. No, it's more like Taylor Swift and whatever dance Really? Because yeah. you're wearing hammer pants today, Chris. It's throwback today, all right? It's throwback oh, New Year's. Oh, throwback New Year. Fez, what was your late night moment of the year? My late night moment was Jimmy Kimmel announcing the twerk prank where that video had gone viral, was on every local news channel, it was everywhere, people were looking at it, and it got that kind of spread before Jimmy Kimmel even announced that he had anything to do with it. Right, but was that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, I remember seeing that. And I didn't know how I felt about it. You know what I mean? Like, to 
to do that, it's almost like a giant fuck you to everybody from Jimmy Kimmel. Like, you're stupid. You pass this around. <laughs> and we were the ones that were passing it around. But you told us it was real, Jimmy. We believed you. You're shitting we on our We believed our internets. I just thought it was the biggest manipulation of social media by a late night host ever in the history. Well, and social media has only been around for a few years. Like, Jack Parr really never got his shot at doing the social media thing. And now you can't trust any video or Jimmy Kimmel at all. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. It's a game changer. Hmm. I think it's another evolution in late night comedy television. But I think that changes it though because now it's not late night. It's really just using YouTube for any. Most of these guys do. You know, Fez also didn't put up any Conan, and I think Conan uses the social media better than anybody else. His... It's almost like that's the social media show. Yeah. His stuff gets out there and gets out there fast. Conan playing video games in this past year, they all got really big. Like him just playing video games, not knowing what's happening. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, well, what's this? Is this a fucking mushroom? Should I get bigger? Yeah, right. Conan, you know who Mario is. You're <laughs> playing that. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> if you don't play video games, they do look stupid. <laughs> But he was playing like Super Smash Brothers, and that's that's easy enough. Or right, you're Yoshi, you're fucking, you're a Pokemon, whatever. You fight each other. But your first time at doing it, it takes you a while. I only play one game, What's and I that? play it over and over. Madden. Madden's and I've fun. made. Uh, let me tell you something. I've made a couple of teams really jump up in the world. The people from Buffalo would love to know how I turned that franchise around. <laughs> That's good. You pick Buffalo. You give the people well, something Well, sometimes I'll do Buffalo. I do it for a, a place that needs it. I've taken <laughs> Cleveland to the top before. I've uh, played, you know, I've done Minnesota. But I kind of, in my mind, was acting like this is also the era of Prince and the Replacements. <laughs> so I kind of turned the Twin Cities into a super cool town. You're building your own world. I think I am. See, I played Blitz 2000 or 2001, and I used the uh, Favre-led Packers. <laughs> Smart. Just like a 14-year-old video game. Smart. It's great, though, using Favre. I mean, he could throw it up, dude. I don't see what this has to do with the late-night moments. Let's go over to our own Shelby. By the way, you can vote on all these on the Interabang.com, the Interabang.com. Shelby, what was your late-night moment? Joan Rivers coming back to the Tonight Show because after all those like guests that are sort of in the media, popular, but then her coming out, throwing the money down with all the history she's had was amazing. You're right. They were popular. But also, I can't believe how much your delivery is like Fez. It's a sweet delivery that takes me back to a time of middle school. Where you would get up there and you would uncomfortably announce the facts of why you did something on, e on the country of Ethiopia. And that's why I think Ethiopia is the future of Africa. Did you watch the night that Joan Rivers came back? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, not only did I watch that night, was really moved, but I had the chance to talk to her about that on and off the air. And I know how much it mattered to her. The thing about Joan... She really did love show business, was crazy about it. So she said to me, I can see why Johnny wouldn't have me back on, but what the, what was Jay's problem? <laughs> and no one could figure that out because Jay didn't like Johnny either, and Johnny didn't like Jay. 
Why did that happen that way? Did he think that was going to garner favor with Carson for someone he didn't like? I don't know. I could not begin to tell you why he never had Joan back on the air. But Joan stayed pissed at him. She should have been. I remember Joan said one time, give me one quote that Leto's done his whole time on The Tonight Show. Give me anything from his monologue. Just give me one joke that he did. She goes, you can do it with Dave. You can do it with Johnny. Give me a joke with Jace. I really felt on the spot, so I just threw some powder in her face oh, and good. turned around and ran out of the bathroom. Good. You're in the bathroom with her? Um, Chris Stanley, where's the one for you? Weird. All right, so Letterman was my formative years as a child, but as I grow into an adult... Was that your, your poopy time when you learned to time. go? Yeah. All right. But as I've grown into an adult, it's been two shows, The Colbert... And the John Stewart. And when Colbert went on to the Daily Show to say he was leaving, that out of all this. Did you get choked up? I got choked up. I was like, man, these two guys, they fuck Colbert came from the Daily Show and then he goes on, does this ridiculous character, yeah. me- immediately after the Daily Show, pulls it off and gets gigantic with it. And then his next thing is it's Daily Show, his own show, replacing Letterman. It was almost like this. It was almost like Colbert was saying, Thank you, John. Now, fuck you. Because for years, people would say, why doesn't John Stewart go and do that show? John Stewart is a replacement. And I always said this, why would he? Why would he want to do that show when he's already doing the show that he loves to do? Because when you go to CBS, you do have to end up doing guests that you don't want to have. Uh, one of the things that happened to Conan, if you are going to believe the late night book that screwed him with NBC, is he wouldn't listen to the consultants. And the consultants would be like, you need to tame this down and smile more and, you know, maybe a cooking segment, tell people that you like them. Oh. And when he wouldn't do it, NBC was like, we can't, we can't help this fucker. Can't work with him. Yeah, we can't work with him. Let's bring our JJ back and make some goddamn money. Bank it up. Um, I thought of this, and I thought that this would have been the thing that I would. This is what's always fun about playing these games. I would have seen me as the Joan Rivers type guy, mm-hmm. and Shelby as the Ben Affleck fighting with Bill Maher guy. But we flipped on that. We went in different directions. I thought that was great TV that night. A lot of people got upset. Uh, most of them picked on getting upset with Bill Maher. Some people uh, got upset with the new Batman. But a lot of Republicans were going, hey, I can't believe it. We agree with Bill Maher. The fact of the matter is, even if people vote the same way, doesn't mean that they agree on everything. I think it was healthy to show two dudes who are supposedly both progressive and fucking laid each other up a little bit. That was a great moment. I love them going back and forth. And then the, also the atheist off the earth there, caught in the middle. I thought Batman came off a little bit like an asshole. You know I mean? I thought he, I thought he let the anger factor get to him a little bit. I don't see. I don't, I don't think he's an asshole for that. I think he was just passionate about it, and he really thought that. Look, you're, you guys are making Muslims seem. You're lumping them all together. It's all they like said that. is all Muslims are dangerous. I don't get the problem there. <laughs> it's a huge problem. 
Yeah. It's not like they said some Muslims were dangerous. That way some of us would now have to go out and try to figure out which ones were dangerous, um, which one were not. And I'm also shocked that my young tech kids, Chris and Shelby, didn't want to go back and go with John Oliver's fight. But I guess he's still the new kid, right? He's finding his legs. Those strong legs so far. But he's still finding them. Why weren't you crying when he left? He got put out there. <laughs> he only hosted for like two months. They were great two months, but come on. Do you realize what a huge mistake it was for him to leave when he did instead of waiting and getting that next show? That's some, that's some British timing. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. That's that. the timing of the fucking British, isn't it? Right. Yeah. The British are coming too soon. Those fucks. One of my favorite things about coming back home to Chicago, I get to hang with my niece and my nephew. They're six and eight, or they were six and eight, when this joke was written. Many of you might not know this, but Seth Rogen has a writing and directing partner named Evan Goldberg. What does this other guy look like that you're the face of the operation? This stuff out there way more valuable than oil that we could be fighting for. Like ink? I'm sorry, how much is oil? Like $5 a gallon? How much is ink? Like $48 a cartridge? <laughs> The comedians who went mainstream in 2014. Now, when we came up with this, what exactly are we looking for? These are the comedians who really exploded into the social consciousness of the country during so, 2014. So for this to work, it has to be non-comedy fans know who you are. Just like in the way of, let's say, your mom doesn't follow the NFL. But she knows who Johnny Football is. And she probably knows at least one of the Mannings. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, there's Dunkin' Donuts Manning. So would you say that any of these people would be known to family members who do not follow comedy? And Fez, I'm going to ask you first, who would that friend and family member probably know? Uh, they would know Pete Davidson. From, really? That quickly? Yeah, I absolutely believe that quickly from joining Saturday Night Live, getting called up as a featured cast member in September, into the debut, and then his weekend update gigs, yeah, they would know him already. So Pete Davidson has moved into the mainstream for you. What about for you, Chris? They would know Hannibal Burris. Really? Yeah, they would know Hannibal. Uh, he's... Especially from the Bill Cosby scandal, they know, oh, that's the guy that, you know, he's associated with Bill Cosby now forever. Uh, because that was the helpful part of that. Yeah. He would cut off Bill Cosby at the knees, and because of that, now your family members know who he is. But Chris? Yes? Do you even have a family brother, or is this all hypothetical? I don't even think you were going to bring that part up during this segment. You have no family. No, I don't. Well, what about your chick's family? Who are they going to know? Okay. Oh, they would definitely know that Nick Kroll then. <laughs> and they'd love them some Nick Kroll. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. And uh, but Shout also, out to Jeffrey Garion. <laughs> Too much tuna. If you take the subway here in New York City, the Kroll show is just plastered <laughs> on every train and every platform. See, that helps you cross over. Exactly. It's crazy. It's nothing but Kroll show. And then some people go like this, I hate the Kroll show. Why? No, all the posters. <laughs> Give the it posters are everywhere. You can watch it, though. There's the posters there for a reason. Is it in color? Yes. All shows are in color now. Now I'm going to go over to Shelby Lynn. 
Shelby, who's the comedian that went mainstream for you this year? Both Key and Peel went mainstream this year in a big way. Just from every video they have goes viral. Hold it on, I see everywhere. You, you're shaking your head no, Fez. How come? No, I, I don't think they have gone mainstream yet. I think they're still a very niche act where they have fans that absolutely love them and adore them, but I don't think people would know Key and Peel be able to remember both names. Time Magazine just picked them as one of the most influential or famous or whatever Time Magazine does. They were on Fargo, like a, a drama show. They're not picking Pete Davidson to be on Fargo. Uh, not let's yet. not attack Pete. Not yet, dude. Wow. And He's did, a buddy. did they start on Fargo? They were barely on that TV show. I know. They could have put anybody in there. I kept thinking something was going to happen. Right. Like, I guess I'm they... Like, <laughs> I go, this shit's going to get nuts with King and Peele. Why else would they be cast there? See, I'm going to go in a different direction for all of you. And this person has the real mainstream show, a show that the whole family can watch. I'm going to pick Chelsea Peretti. I think that if you're uh, Fez's mom, you could sit there and watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and enjoy it the same way that you enjoyed Barney Miller many, many years ago. And you don't mind if the kids sit down and watch. I don't know if you're going to say to the kids, Honey, Hannibal Bar Barris is on right now, you know? They will. In my opinion, they will. They're like, oh, Hannibal's on TV again. Come on, everybody. I think there's too much rape material for the children to hear it. Look, we're streaming Hannibal on the TV set now. You know, they enjoy pudding, and I don't want them to know. Look, I see Shelby is standing up mad, ready to fight for Key and Peele. Wow. Are you that fired up about it, Shelby, or are you just going to give me facts? Well, they have to be included on this list. They're Every, on the list. Everybody, They're included. They have to be number one. Every Go out in the hallway... Everybody would know Key and Peele. We you, you work ask. next to an all-black station. Where? Come on. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> That's our hallway. Yes. We work next to Shade 45. God, man. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll go to one of the, the accounting firms. They'll, they'd know An accounting they firm he's going to go we to. We have an accounting firm. You inside. already blew it, dude. Look, look, you had your shot. I'm going to throw you a fact as to what... what factoid. I mean, this is a factoid. The Key and Peele got all their heat from their time slot. Anyone in that time slot gets is gets the heat. Look, Wait a minute, hold on. This is blowing me away. Look, it's Chappelle. It's the, it's the ten that ten thirty time slot after South Park. It's Chappelle. Then went to Mencia. Mind of Mencia. And that show the first season was gigantic. You know why? Because people just tune in to that time slot after South Park. It took people a while before they realized, maybe this is a Chappelle show, oddly enough. And now Key and Peele get that time slot, they blow up. It's that time slot. It's magic, I'm telling you. All you gotta do is follow South Park. That's it. It's at 10.30, for whatever reason, that thing is hot. The Jay Leno show was on at 10.32. I don't think No, but he, was, he wasn't on after it's, South Park. It's at Comedy Central 10.30 Wednesday time slot. That is hot fire. I'm telling you, man. People love, get, people love sitting for that next show. I want to get my client into that time spot. That you would you want to. That's yeah. the time slot. Every clip they have on YouTube gets well over like multi-million views. That's not on at 10:30. That's yeah, on but all that the time. has nothing. That is not crossover. I mean, you can have a million fans. Judas Priest has a million fans. You know, they have platinum albums, but they didn't cross over in the way. Let's say even a Lady Gaga crosses over. We're not saying who is the best. That's not what this is about. 
But who went mainstream? Who is recognized by people? Could you walk through a, a mall in Iowa and get mobbed if you're with Key and Peele? That's the kind of that's the kind of question. In no way does it say that one act is better than the other. We're just saying who's had the mainstream thing happen to him. That's why I'm going with Pete Davidson. It's NBC. It's 40 years of Saturday Night Live. It's people from all over the country who camp out it's for the, tickets. It's the horse sense of the guy. Yes. That's what it is. Mashed potatoes and gravy, Ron. <laughs> All right, well, this is, first of all, I'm glad to hear you guys get as fired up for this more than you have the other. Because I can't sit around and let you guys just listen to you guys uh, read off a list of credits. I I I love the passion that I saw. And in passion alone, I'm giving it to Chris Stanley for the 1030 Comedy Central Thank you. You know why? Because I'm right. I'd never heard it before, but now now that I'm hearing it, I'll tell you this. Has Mancia's life been great since he left that spot? It's no. Cer- it certainly was a lot better when he was in that 1030 womb. I think he'd have a big show if he was doing Mancia and Peel every <laughs> 1030 <laughs> slot right after South Park. It's the best of Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy. It's Channel 99. And now, back, back to the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. Raw Dog. Channel 99. It's my last night at the steakhouse Cause I haven't got a prayer My debts and bets are piled up My bills, my pockets bare so I'm ragging out some bar glass And my eye runs to the door There they stand for men in hand I'll serve them, carry out my plan I'm gonna take me to the Brooklyn Bridge I'm gonna rip me up in howling winds I'm gonna swim me down the cold black sea Gonna take me so they can't take me Well, I see the men as quickly As my arthritic legs allow Here's a snapshot of me then Can you guess how old I'm now? Well, I used to box on Sunday In the $20 fights you don't last long and when you're done they dim you like the lights I brought the steaks and sodas sharp knives and chocolate treats took up the check and nearly died when I saw you'd left me all I need I'm gonna take it to the racetrack I'm gonna take it to the OTB I'm gonna take it to the basement games I'm gonna find myself a new bookie I'm gonna win myself a whole new life Run the tables and then find the wife I'm gonna make it now and want to say It takes a road 
That is uh, the great sleeves and his song about Mr. Fez Watley, It Takes a Rube, back when we used to do our own team Christmas parties. By the way, I just want to point out the three of you guys, Chris yeah. Stanley, Shelby, What's up? Fez Watley, What's up? three racists. How so? Uh, calling that place Mr. Chang's, and none of you remembering that it's Mr. Chow's, one of the all-time famous New York landmarks. First of all... Look, I've been having a couple, and at the time, I had many. I'm talking about Mr. Ch Chow's, not Chang's. Remember when you had to finish Shelby's drink? I had ordered, uh, I've been, all night I've been ordering uh, Makers on the Rocks. And then at one point, towards the end of the meal, Shelby's like, I'll have a, I'll have a Makers on the Rocks. Took one, take one sip, he's like, I can't drink that. So I had to fucking put it down for him. You're a good man to cover him like that. Right? Well, it was also, you know, I like whiskey. <laughs> Right, I know you um, <laughs> your drinking has actually ruined our best ofs over Christmas. I think it's fun. It's like a it's nice fun, fun. It's brutal and it's pushy and it's scary. Is it? Yeah. I thought I was being pretty nice. You're like someone's dad who came home and started shooting the ceiling with a shotgun. Yeah, when I got your kids a new shotgun for Christmas. Like, kids like that. Kids like guns. Yeah. And then you yell, this is going to be the nice surprise fun game. When you sleep and you hear the shotgun, everybody come downstairs and we watch a movie. Uh, we're doing a lot of the year-end wrap-up. We just did, of course, late night moments and then the comedians who crossed over into mainstream. Big year for a lot of those folks. I'm Fez. Absolutely. Just uh, had a huge 2014 for themselves, whether it was TV shows, uh, their specials that just put them in the comedy vernacular. Um, also, there's so many other things that you can go. Vernacular is a great word. Oh, isn't I know it? it is. It's, it's smart. We know that. Fez is I'm the smartest man alive. I don't care what Fez <laughs> fucking throws in my face. Okay, word let's focus on what we're doing. And that is the year end wrap ups. Coming up, I hate to tell you, is hashtag some homo. <laughs> um, and CAC versus pie. Cake. I was a typo. Uh, CAC versus pie. <laughs> and unscreened phone calls. An unscreened phone call. Who doesn't love an unscreened phone call? I really wanted to do this extra work for love, and now it feels like we shit on people. Uh, you can go over and vote on the iBang uh, for Comic of the Year. And then there's also the comedy clubs. Uh, pick out their highlights. Comedian of the Year. Timeline. Uh, that's when Fed said we have a beautiful graphic. It's a graphic in the vernacular. You know what I mean? This thing it's, is gorgeous, though. Mm. Uh, books, uh, specials, viral videos, it's all up there. Now, go over to theinterrobang.com, put your vote in, uh, have one of the best comments or the best comment, and you win the sign Bill Murray. The sign Bill Murray. This is the best Christmas Eve of my life. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> I... I asked a couple of days ago, or I guess half hour ago, like, can I win the pro? Can I if I leave enough comments, will I win the Scrooge? It's not how many comments; it's the best comment we'll choose, and they'll win the DVD signed well, by Bill Murray. What if I leave the best comment, Fez? Can I get the prize? Yeah, he can. Let's just say he can. Okay, yeah, you're eligible. It's on now. 
Yeah. This thing could actually be just called... There's no listener that's going to beat me when, my, when the best comment. Well, here's my comment for you. You're belligerent. <laughs> Bring it. And another thing, you're unseemly. <laughs> right now, you're being unseemly. <laughs> and you got enough beers in front of you that Shelby's not making any more runs for you. Well, Shelby underestimates me then, because I can fucking down these in the next 20 minutes. Shelby, go make a run, all right? Make a beer run, dude. <laughs> Don't yell dude at him. He's Shelby. He's Shelby. Is he back yet? I don't, I don't even fucking see the goddamn ninja in there. Move. That's the weird thing Why about Why won't Shelby. he talk on Mike? I don't know. That's the weird thing about me. Like, he, he like, leaves and, and enters the office silently like a fucking ninja for real. And I'll, like, turn around and try to talk to him, and he's gone. And I get weirded out every single time. <laughs> this has been going on is for that, a year. Is that what cost, cost us the party? Probably. No, not probably. Definitely. Thanks for nothing, Shelby. Well, I got the steaks and sodas. I just want to listen to Sleeves all the time. I remember the first time I heard that song. <laughs> I thought it was Tom Waits. I was like, this fucking shit's awesome. Um, how is it so specific about the show when it's happened? <laughs> <laughs> He he wrote it in seconds too. I mean, it was just we told came back and told this story because we were laughing so hard at Fez for double tipping, and then the next day, and we're talking about how the old man was hugging him and was so happy. Yeah. You saw him do it with Daddy. He does it. Oh man, we had so many great parties over the years. Just one this, after another, and this year nothing. It feels awful to me. This feel feels like, terrible. I feel like throwing this bottle at the at Shelby <laughs> or that television. <laughs> There's glass sure. separating us. Yeah. You know, one time, this is true, uh, I was at a Monday night football game with nice. some young friends. Nice. We were drinking pretty good. All right. We drank more than was probably beneficial to us. It all. happens. That's what I'm doing right now. We were doing, buying each other shots. Oh, yeah. All on the same tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having yeah. drinks of all kinds. Finally, we look around at each other and we're like, you know what? We might have to dash on this. We don't have the money. We've got our hands. <laughs> yeah. We don't have the money for the way that we've been drinking. So we all said, look, here's what we'll do. When the tab shows up, you know, you're nice to the girl. Some of us will act like we're taking a piss. Somebody else like you're taking a phone call. We'll all meet at the car and we'll drive out of here. But the main thing is to stay cool, as they say. The fucking uh, tab shows up. My drunk friend, who I'll just refer to on the phone, uh, on the show here as Baby Butchie, because his dad is Big Butchie, he looks at the fucking tab when it shows up. Now it's way far past the money that we have. <laughs> oh, sure. Huh. He screams... Fuck this <laughs> I'm running out of here. He takes his mug, throws it at the big screen TV, and then runs through busting fucking tables. Oh my, that's the fucking best shit I've ever heard. The manager's fucking coming. I grab my friend by the shoulders. I say, you better talk to him as I'm doing a spin. I'm doing a spin move. To make it out the fucking door. You handle this. No, here's the worst thing about it. We were back there the next Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how arrogant we were. 
saying like this. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. That was not us. What are you now? Please you get our tab started, man. Shots, beers. <laughs> We've got nothing but money. <laughs> More everything, please. More everything. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we'll never have experiences like that anymore because not a good team. Uh, let's just throw it to some homo. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. Uh and go over to the iBang and make sure you check out all the cool stuff that's up there. Unmasked with Ron White tonight at 5 o'clock. And this is the best of the Ron and Fez show. Uh, I can't understand why Fez is talking about dress codes when the biggest story, I think, of the year is Shirley uh, a Ropes, fucking Phelpsers, Ropers, her daughter. Walked out on the church. Holy It's shit. up on the iBang right now. This young lady who has sang on our show before. Um, the Pope is on fire. I think it was uh, a big one. And um, after all these years of being with her mom, uh, Shirley Phelps Roper's daughter, took a walk. Never saw this shit coming, man. What's the daughter's name? Me- Megan Phelps Roper. Right. Megan Phelps... Roper was this. She was the one, I don't know if you remember this, but she was fighting online with Kevin Smith for a while. On the Twitter, right? Yeah, there was a Twitter war <laughs> going back and forth when uh, Kevin's film was coming out. And, um. Wait, Megan Helps on Twitter. Megan Helps. Her name is Megan Helps. Megan Helps, yeah. That's fucking funny. So she Megan took Phelps. a walk, and, you know, you know, good for her, obviously. She's cut off from her family. But this is the weird thing about it. There's a part of me that feels really sad for Shirley. Really? Yeah, I can't help it. I I must have some kind of fucking Stockholm Syndrome. But just thinking that she and her daughter aren't going to be together anymore. Because I know as soon as the old man dies, they're all going to go back to being fucking normal. Oh, uh, Shirley's pretty hardcore. You watch. When her dad dies, I think she's... Good for Megan. Yeah, I know. Good for Megan. But in her statement, she put well, part of her statement was, "Where do I go from here?" Playboy. Oh, they'd love it. Or hustler. Get fucking mm, raunchy. Playboy pays better money, and they do the girls of the Westboro Baptist Church. And you know, all you're going to get to see is some side uh, bush. Is there an indoctrinated issue? Overtop ass and tit. Tit through like a uh, very sheer. <laughs> no, no slits. No, no slit. oh, it's a, Playboy. What a tease. It's so fucking painted that it ends up, everybody really ends up looking like a cartoon. And it's everyone's Jessica Rabbit it's in Playboy. Just, just pose fucking blow up dolls next to each other. <laughs> Write the names of the people on the forehead. <laughs> wow. Look at Nancy Reagan. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a gigantic uh, story. And I, I'm not going to uh, lie to you. It's oddly uh, sad. It's oddly sad. I did not expect to feel sad knowing their look because they all sang together. They were fun. 
They Maybe st- we can find one of those, Hicks. Find one of the songs that they sang for us. Because they all used to be so great. This puts uh, a huge dent in church membership, too, because I think the entire congregation was just made up of family members. They have a big family, and that's all they really wanted. You don't see them going around trying to catch people. They just fucking say, look, all you are going to hell except for our family. That's why they're so tight and so much travel in that family. I think it starts to wear on you after a while. They need a little more home time. Here's uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, guys. Hey, the, the blue fish from Finding Nemo, that's a, that's a Dory, no homo. Oh, yeah, that is Dory. Yes, but it's also Ellen DeGeneres. So, yes, yeah, some homosexual there. You're starting to say your thing is going to be some homo? That could be a fucking good bit. Like, if it just seemed like a little bit of homo, we could start and say some homo. Just to put a little seed of doubt in some people's uh, minds that think, maybe I'm not, uh, maybe I am a little bit on the homosexual side. All right, so it's hashtag some homo. So remember that, if you try to get it going, you know, like if you want to say, hey, that Brad Pitt's a good-looking dude, hashtag some homo. Or, I think it's okay for guys to sit next to each other in a movie, Hashtag some homo. I have a subscription to Details Magazine. Some homo. Hashtag some homo, dude. Hashtag some homo. No, I didn't know the details was considered uh, homo. I thought that was the gay magazine, gay men's magazine. No, 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 no. no. It's like a, a men's fashion magazine, which is, when you think about it, hashtag some homo. Some homo. Like, does my hair look okay? Hashtag some homo. Maybe that's a hashtag that we can be getting going today. You know what I mean? Getting that thing happening. Like, uh, I'm going out for new shoes. Hashtag some homo. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. My thing is, uh, I love to hear Dave and Chris's uh, podcast. Hashtag some homo. Uh, that, that definitely homo? fits. Why is that some homo? Well, you know, because you guys are constantly talking about cumsies and shitties. and <laughs> You're joined at the there, hip. There is a lot of cum talk. Some homo. Hashtag some homo. You got to say hashtag. <laughs> hashtag some homo. It's a hashtag. If you don't say hashtag, it won't trend. It's not going to trend without that. So that's a, that's an easy way. Like here's what I get the uh, I get together with my buddies and watch romantic comedies. Hashtag some homo, and it could be that easy. And it makes perfect sense. Maybe you're not in a full commitment to the homosexuality. You're just some homo. Or you're fucking worried about yourself. Uh, Frank, in Texas, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, I just want to say Fez is on fire today. He's already sprayed one in Pepper's face, and now he's got some homo. homo. You got a hashtag some homo. But see, that's the thing. It's got to have the timing that even Frank noticing Fez's behavior is a hashtag some homo. And that's how we stay on that, Chris. Oh, yeah. That's how we hashtag shit till they start trending. 
And the trend is just the best. I love a Twitter trend. It's got to be there because the the trend should be trending. That's how you find out if you've started a uh, trend if you get a hashtag going. And that's all I've ever wanted to do. Love, love, love it. Just the hashtag is the most important part. It is. Because then everyone can get on it. On hashtag some homo. All right, hold on. Martin's got a spy report for us. You're on the Run of Fest show. Real quick. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, what do you got? Hey, Ronnie, I got the info on that cop killer. Give me uh, the cop that, killer. That guy's actually uh, the guy that killed those cops, the uh, chase. That guy's actually a former LAPD cop himself. He's a disgruntled <clears throat> ex-employee. Um, I guess he posted a complaint against the, his uh, training officers, and uh, he, he went. They, I, I guess, he felt that they fired him, and you know, because he complained. So the the cop killer is a cop. He's a cop. He's a former cop. Jesus Christ! This is like a a fucking story, TV huh? show. Fucking training day, dude. This is nuts. Uh, here's Rob. Rob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. I have suede Gucci loafers that I'm afraid to wear in the rain. Hashtag some homo. All right, see, that's what we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to read some of these now already. David Traney has got drop your cat off at Niagara Falls, never to be seen again. Hashtag some homo. Uh, tickets to the high school girls basketball game. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. I've stroked cent, uh, pepper cent to main. Hashtag some homo. That's... See, it's that simple to get to some homo going. Off putting. Damn. Bradley Cooper looked good in the hangover. Hashtag some homo. I'm really uncomfortable with this tweet. Hashtag some homo. Um, BFF and I have matching bicycles. Hashtag some homo. Don't visit friends when they're in a hospital. Shit. Hashtag some homo. Oh, no. Pepper, uh, Pepper Hicks has gorgeous haunches. Hashtag some homo. Thank you. For sure. I occasionally in, e- enjoy eating a half slice of pizza. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. These are fucking what we're talking about here. I like looking at the Victoria's Secret catalog. Hashtag some homo. All it takes is a little dash of homo for it to be hashtag some homo. I want to bump in. Into you in a gas station bathroom. Hashtag some homo. And that was sent to Jim Norton. I farted sitting down and went forward into my balls. Hashtag some homo. Oh, my God. I spent way too much time in bed, bath, and beyond. Hashtag some homo. I think I'll go buy Titanic on Blu-ray. Hashtag some homo. See, these are great. And some homos are going to be out there, and they're going to love this. Oh, this is going to be adopted by the community. I hope so. It's inclusive. After wiping... Uh, when wiping after a duty, it's important to get in there. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. That's good advice, too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> Here's one Sounds that I really love. I can't go to the Jeff Magnum show because I'm scared to gallop in the snow. Hashtag some homo. It's, <laughs> Jeff Mangum is scared to gallop. Wait, walk into the fucking theater. I don't me. support freedom of speech. Hashtag some homo on the radio. 
Hicks, I have a subscription to Details Magazine, hashtag Sabomo. That comes from Pepper Quotes, oh. back when you used to fucking dress up a little bit in that one picture. That was Dave's wedding. <laughs> the one time. You're a beautiful man. Thanks. Hashtag Sabomo. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. Uh, Brian and Phil, you're on Run and Fez show. Hey, I saw a groundhog up in a tree. Hashtag some homo. It's true. Lance, you're on the Run and Fez show. They live in them. I have an old base shirt and still take Molly. Hashtag some homo. Look, those little things are really <laughs> cool, okay? Why can't you embrace the some homo thing? You can't fight this. Don't throw off the hashtag. Gr- uh, Greg in Miami, you're on the Run and Fez show. I enjoy wearing brown shoes, but only light brown shoes. Hashtag some homo. These are nice. These are nice. I hold up in the West Village like a hobbit. Hashtag some homo. I got a tingle during the GoDaddy commercial and I'm a girl. Hashtag some homo. I was tied with duct tape in the ONA studio and bare bottom spanked. Hashtag some homo. Sal? No, he was on Whenever I see Pepper Hicks, I think, boy, that's hashtag some homo. That's not nice. I lock up unless the conversation is about gay news. Hashtag some homo. I invited a woman home for Christmas and told my family she was my girlfriend without telling her. Hashtag some homo. Awful. I'm marrying a 60-year-old virgin at the Hard Rock. Hashtag some homo. Pepper asked me to hold his hair back when he puked on the subway. Hashtag (laughs) some homo. It was tied back. I didn't have anyone. I wasn't completely repulsed by the Calvin Klein underwear um, ad. Hashtag some homo. Bought a pair of jeans at Express for Men. Hashtag some homo. Ron and Fez just created the greatest hashtag. Hashtag some homo. I'll say I'm gay, but do nothing to prove it. Hashtag some homo. I'm going to be honest. I really enjoyed Thumb and Louise. Hashtag some homo. Hey, I enjoyed Thumb and Louise. Does that make me a hashtag some homo? The hashtag's out there now. If you only like the Brad Pitt parts. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yo, Chris, I got tickets to that show uh, this weekend and a four-wheel drive vehicle. So if you want, I can give you a ride. Hashtag some homo. Steve and Callie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Get his number. This Steve? Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. Sometimes I catch myself singing songs from South Pacific. Hashtag some homo. Gonna wash that man right out of my hair. Uh, Jason in Missouri, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, I like repeating what Ron says and being his parakeet. Hashtag some homo. Oh, shit, Chris. Bring it, it cunt face. Some, hashtag some homo. You do. You parakeet a lot of shit that I say. When? When do I parakeet a lot when of shit that you say? When Fez is locked up. <laughs> Never. Um, Bob in Illinois, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, just beat up a guy who gave me a blowjob in a bathroom. Hashtag some homo. That's actually a character on Shameless, this young kid. He fucking does gay shit and then beats the gays up. Because he doesn't like facts. 
It's like boogie nights. Yeah. It's like what Fez is afraid of of dating life. Uh, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, some homos love lettuce wrap. Hashtag some homo. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I don't even remember that lettuce wrap thing, but it sure seems to have uh, have wheels. It took me three years to fix a broken window in my apartment. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. That's just lazy and reckless. That's Queen Elizabeth all over you. <laughs> oh, get off She it, fucking lady. owns you. Nobody owns me. I'm my own man. Fuck that. Sometimes I tune out my husband when he talks about his feelings. Hashtag some homo. Boom. Sarah all over her own old men. I would blow a centaur if it was on the radio. Hashtag some homo. Weird. I only talk on my radio show during live reads and sissy topics. Hashtag some homo. This is Fez's time of the year because uh, with Valentine's Day coming up, just nothing but live reads. I blew three guys on Grinder, but only really enjoyed two of them. Hashtag some homo. It's a good definition of it. I just got excited because my tweet got read on the air. Hashtag some homo. Congratulations, Dan Dice. Um, I'm a centaur who always agrees with Ron. Hashtag some homo. Never agree with anybody. You, you seriously agree with me too much, and you parakeet. And it's starting to become a thrill. Everyone's getting it now. I think everyone's getting some fucking bullshit in their face. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guess who wrestled with his thoughts and lost? <laughs> Me. <coughs> Hashtag some homo. <laughs> Ryan, you're on the run of Fed show. Yeah, how about uh, I want to bend my dick to my ass? Hashtag some homo. I don't know. That song seems to be catching on. Love it. Cody, Houston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. I got my own uh, sports show, but I still can't pick a winner of a football game. Hashtag some homo. Oh, who can? Every fucking analyst is no shit. Come on, people. You do make a lot of mistakes. Oh, God, yeah. I can't. I, fuck, I'm terrible. Ron Bennington finds Derek Jeter attractive. Hashtag some homo. I'm sad because he is fucking attractive. I overinflate my threes company trivia knowledge. Hashtag some homo. Not Sam is way too comfortable with the phallic mic in his face. Hashtag some homo. I always make sure that the bird feeders are filled with seed. Hashtag some homo. Uh, Robert, you're on the run of Fest show. I listened to the end of Opie and Anthony today and didn't change the channel. Hashtag some homo. Uh, I fired up myself awake at Ron's place once. Hashtag some homo. Um, I got a date by running my car into a, a cyclist. Hashtag some homo. I don't think blueberry is the standalone fruit. Hashtag some homo. I just watched hashtag some homo by a homeless guy at lunch. I host a radio show with a fake gay uh, co-host. Hashtag some homo. Um, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, 
in college, me and my buddies used to suck each other's dicks in the quad. Hashtag some hobo. That does seem like a little homo. Uh, Tom in Long Island, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's up, guys? I wear my employees at work wear a size small shirt. Some homo. <laughs> that would qualify. I'll get my mother to steal Rod's umbrella after I kill father. Hashtag some homo. I walk with hooves smart and smoke Marlboro Reds. Hashtag some homo. Why would that make? Why would there be some homo there? Hashtag. I'm a highly paid radio host who rarely speaks on the radio. Hashtag some homo. I have a gay business partner who has no idea I hate him. Hashtag some homo. Oh, he knows. I explained it after the show yesterday. I got tickets for the season opener of the New York Liberty. Who wants in? Hashtag some homo. By the way, you'll never see any gay guys there, but gay women are just a plenty. Um. I flew out to California to see the love of my life marry another man. Hashtag Samomo. I don't know if some is needed there. My dad died on my futon when he found out I was hashtag Samomo. Um, I think some of these are too inside. I mean, we really do want to open them up to the Twitter universe. People got to get the idea. Justin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? Yeah. All right. I like the party in the meatpacking district. Hashtag some homo. Oh, boy. Too bad that they don't pack enough meat down there anymore. Uh, Greg, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, there's seven dicks in my ass, and there's always room for eight. Hashtag some homo. Pepper can't think without Ronnie. Hashtag some homo. I think all the time. Me and my buddies used to play Okie Cookie. Hashtag some homo. No. I cough, wheeze, and Winnie curses on a radio show. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> some of these are just kind of mean and really, really exact. No. Yes, I blew him, but how else was I supposed to get home? Hashtag some homo. Pepper Barrett can't think without Roddy. Retweet it. I think plenty. Do you? Yeah. I just didn't sleep last night. I don't listen to any music with distorted guitars. Hashtag some homo. <sighs> my girlfriend broke my nose so that I could get a nose job. Hashtag some homo. I let listeners buy my Marlboro Reds and can't walk without coughing. Hashtag some homo. That's fucking straight as a motherfucker right there. My dad used to give me chicken livers. Like, hashtag some homo. I've got a gay cousin. He's a great dude. My family has hashtag some homo in it. I think the Russell Crowe-looking centaur sitting next to me is hot. Hashtag some homo. Oh, no. You look like Russell Crowe. Thank you. I don't... I gotta go. Master Commander I, version. What? I'm gonna keep on typing like I'm busy, but Matt the intern will still get more fucking 
wire stories up than me. Hashtag some homo. Matt Strong. Oh, I do like the name Matt Strong. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you're on the Run and Fez show. I get nervous around Mo Rocca. Hashtag some homo. It's quite easy to. I think a centerpiece is great enough gift to lie about. Hashtag some homo. This is good. I let Liz set fire produce my show while I'm doing poppers. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> She's not a producer. Um, I host a radio show with one in the closet, one out. Hashtag some homo. I rock third mic on a radio with my name on it. Hashtag some homo. I got pissy-eyed at the end of Cider House Rules. Hashtag some homo. I, I punched a retard and felt like Rocky. Hashtag some homo. I can't find a nice clutch to match my hooves. Hashtag some homo. What? I don't even know what a clutch is. It's like a little purse. Hashtag some homo. God damn it. <laughs> it's really hard to fall into. I've been approved to run in the derby, but can't swing my arms. Hashtag no homo. I used to bring my lunch to work in a giant shopping bag like Opie. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> I have half pepperonis on my half slice of pizza. Hashtag some homo. This is good. I can't hover pray without making everyone around me laugh. Hashtag some homo. It hurts. Because I try my best. You're kind of not a person when you think about it. I'm a fucking deaf person. Really? I, I, then hum and pray. Hum a prayer? Yeah. How's um, the, the Virgin Mary one go? How's the Virgin Mary one? Go? I really I can't remember what the name of the actual prayers are. So you just call it the Virgin Mary one. Well, she shows up in it, doesn't she? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Is that part Help of it? Him. Help him. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you sh you should honestly have horns coming out of the top of your head. Uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. My best friend convinced me to marry a 60-year-old virgin, even though I'm hashtag some homo. Ed, Michigan, you're on the Run of Fez show. I like big butts. Hashtag some homo. Uh, Rich Yonkers, you're on the Run of Fez show. I'm driving to a rub and tug, and I'm excited about getting my hair sold ticket. Tickled. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> That's uh, too bad you blew it. You fucking blew it, dude. It would have been great. I went to Florida once a million years ago, but bring it up like I lived in Fort Lauderdale. Hashtag some homo. Give me a break. Went there twice. Some homo. Hashtag some homo. Thank you. I don't know about you, but professional wrestling definitely feels like hashtag some homo. I take half a lemon in my Diet Coke. Hashtag some homo. Huh. 
I'm going to cry because my concert got canceled. Hashtag some homo. Then cry. I'm just annoyed. I have long, luxurious hair, but don't wash my jeans. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> oh, please. Who washes their jeans? <laughs> but you fucking go through your hair constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, keep it fucking. Your hair sparkles. Yeah, I got condition that shit. If I had a name for you, it'd be Diamond Hair. <laughs> Hashtag some homo? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of Fez, too, because he managed now to embrace the name homo after all this time. Well, I think this is actually bringing people together on something. I find no homo uh, offensive. Hashtag some homo. I see where that... Everybody's embracing a little bit of the homosexual in themselves. Homo. Just say homo. Don't say sexual, because that's like a downer. Some yep. of the homo in themselves. That's great. Now say faggot. No, I Come can't. On. I'm not there yet. You're getting closer, though. Uh, Jamie, you're on the run of Fez show. I shower on a bench. Hashtag some homo. Maybe someday he'll take a shower with shower bench. Uh, Ian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm too old to handle Molly and don't realize it. Hashtag some homo. Oh, I can handle everything. Break in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hashtag some homo. I love $2,000 sunglasses. Hashtag no homo. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Actually, his sunglasses were $3,000. I wept like a baby when I couldn't get a blooming onion. Hashtag some homo. I was disappointed. I didn't cry. I'm a mouth. I'm a drunk mouth breather who wishes it was the Ron and Centaur show. Hashtag some homo. I breathe through my nose. The one even about it was you. I Why did you the, assume? The drunk thing. That's what they like to throw on my face. I like to enjoy a cocktail every now and then. I'm dead weight on my radio partner's back. Hashtag some homo. I collect millions and do nothing for it. Hashtag some homo. Frankly, I'd prefer if Mr. Clean was shirtless. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> That's such a great idea. What? <clears throat> Sexy Mr. Clean. He's already in that T-shirt that's too small for him. I never realized what he was wearing until he went and put that picture up. He's got the... Well, in the old days, hair. wasn't he shirtless? I don't think so. I think he's always been uh, with the white slacks and the white T-shirt. That seems kind of homo. I mean, if you're not selling ice cream. Oh, by the way, using the word slacks, I think, is homo. About trousers. Hashtag some homo. I do think trousers is probably also homo. I think you're pretty locked into pants and nothing else. And I think when we went from saying dungarines to jeans, the entire country went a little homo on that. Before the dungarees? Yeah, I think it's more of a cowboy thing to say. Please turn that music off. It's, it just can't be the same loop over and over. Like, I like using music, but why would it... Why wouldn't we have a bunch to fucking go back and forth into? Original Mr. Clean, same look. Weird. He's holding the baby. Yeah. Hashtag some homo. That's his baby, though, so hashtag oh. no homo. Oh, okay. I thought maybe he was like a kidnapper. 
Uh, Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. That's all I got. Hashtag some homo. Um, Roach, you're on the Run of Fez show. I like to eat my blooming onions out of a feed bag because I'm hashtag some homo. What? That'd be sloppy. Why would you try to do that? Chuck, you're on the Run of Fez show. Chuck. Lost you. Uh, here's Mike. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, look at this guy, Chris, and more Fez. Hashtag some homo. I don't know what to tell you. I loved when Trey sang Ooh Child on Jimmy Fallon. Hashtag some homo. It was sad. It was right after the goddamn hurricane. This guy just said, my girl said that the last pic I sent her was cute. Hashtag some homo. I like that one. I like to hum songs and clap my holes on the internet. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> I want Ron to ride around a story on my back. Hashtag some homo. What? See, I do think like if you did have a centaur friend, yeah. you can't ride him. Well, like, well, what if it was like in like extreme circumstances, you'd have to. But otherwise, it's almost like being carried like a baby. Like if a guy picked you up <laughs> and ran with you, thanks, man, in his arms, <laughs> that would be fucking gay. Hashtag some homo. I'm the only person with a Tampa Bay Lightning tattoo. Hashtag some homo. I can't seem to get my aim right in the toilet when I urinate. Hashtag some homo. I want a cross dress in a nice pants suit. Hashtag some homo. I created my own special cupcake for Molly's. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> hey, Medina Moore, you want a radio war? I'm the guy to start with. Bring it. I didn't even think of that, having your own cupcake. Huh. I ruined perfectly good jeans to make inappropriately short shorts. And I like vitamin water. Hashtag some homo. I have a bed skirt that matches my duvet. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Fez, don't act like we haven't seen your... Well, I haven't seen his fucking place in years. He made me stand out front. Wait, the new place. No one's been inside besides Paul O. I think it probably looks like his office. Just a fucking clown mess. I think it's starting to look better. Got rid of a bunch of the boxes. You want me to go up there and check it now? <laughs> Give me a few minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You you made a, a great video. Bashing homophobes never gets old. So, hashtag some homo. I live in New York, but still consider Bloomin' Onion gourmet dining. Hashtag some homo. I know it's not gourmet, but it does taste good. I got a friend a Christmas gift he will not speak of. Hashtag some homo. I like British cigarettes as much as Marlboro Reds. Hashtag some homo. Same thing, man. Oh, God. These are fucking cracking me up today.
blowing up with some homo hashtag. Uh, up on the iBank today, there's another one of those honest trailers of Skyfall. I would honestly think about not putting out a fucking movie now because of that. They love fucking people. There's also a great video where uh, Beyonce uh, quotes Sweet Brown. Perfect. The weirdness of this high school recruit signing hijacked by his mom is up, too. And we'll keep reading your hashtags, uh, no homo, throughout the show today. Uh, hashtag some homo is definitely trending. The auto spammers have picked up on it. Yeah. What's that mean? I don't even know what that means. Uh, like an auto spammer, just like a bullshit Twitter account that there's some program running, will grab anything trending. And then they'll throw the trending hashtag into their tweet so that their people will see their accounts show up. Ah, I don't even fucking know about this. Yeah, it's just... so if you're trying to follow one of those things, an ad will just pop up in there because these guys grab the trends. Mm -hmm. They they'll just fucking look for whatever's trending. Auto fucking tweet out the trend with their bullshit. Spammers fuck up everything the second it happens. Oh yeah, that, that's just that's the most it's the biggest scumbag thing on the internet. Uh, I have a fiance in Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Hashtag some homo. Um, Hicks humming sounds just like orgasms to me. Hashtag some homo. I'm not coming. So. I wore work boots in the gay pride parade. Hashtag some homo. I don't understand that midgets are also humans. Hashtag some homo. I cried at the end of the movie, My Girl. Hashtag some homo. That is fucking rough. I drink white Russian out of a wine glass. Hashtag some homo. Riding through a story on a centaur with no name. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. I still have problems with the name of the Lemon family biographies. Hashtag some homo. Man, I like old references like that. Well, um, it's official. Some homos trending in the United States. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let's work. We trend. We trend. We trend. We trend. Trend, 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 trend. Fucking stupid. I love it. I'll pound against this fucking platform. What? I'm going to screen cap this. Why? For posterity. For your own thing? <laughs> Um, people that don't listen to the iBang are really confused about the hashtag some homo on my feed. When's the new season of Big Love coming out? Hashtag some homo. Man, I love those fruity alcoholic drinks. Hashtag some homo. Sometimes I'll listen to old hideout episodes. Hashtag some homo. I miss Ron throwing a cowbell at my head. Hashtag some homo. God, I used to throw a lot of cowbell, didn't I? Yeah, a lot of cowbells. When Mighty Horse rocks, he rocks the D sippers. Hashtag some homo. Vinny in Tampa, you're on the Running Fest show. Are those icicles on your mustache, or did you just blow a seal? Hashtag some homo. That's a fucking great gay joke, Fez. You got to use that in a bar when you go in.
I like when we trend because then people who don't listen to us. <laughs> they get and, on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then they try to figure out what the fuck is going on with this some homo. Good luck. Just get out there, everybody. Yeah, just keep uh, fucking doing it. Keep the trend going. I plan on taking Patty from behind while she wears a ball cap. Hashtag some homo. Oh. I get a semi while watching Brokeback Mountain. I am. Hashtag some homo. Did you ever jack the Brokeback real fest? Yes. Isn't that too sad, though? It gets sad. I, I jerked it when... Um they were still in the very lovey-dovey stage of their... But you know what's coming. It's like jacking off the Titanic when you know that Jack is going to die. It would be terrible. It's incredibly sad at the end. What part? When uh, the girlfriend finds out? She's all fucking... He's like, I have two kids, you fucker. You're going around blowing and sucking that other guy. <laughs> You've when... lived a lie. When Ennis finds out that Jack got killed, and then the very last scene with the two shirts intertwined. Oh, that part. Hmm? Oh, yeah, at the end, he was just sniffing his old underwear. Remember that? He went in his closet, he found his old underwear, and he was just... It was shirts. Just stamped a fucking uh, hashtag. Some homo on that scene. Uh, Bob, you're on the run for the show. Yeah, Ron. Opie's peachy handle is diamond dust. Hashtag some homo. I rarely... I use cute in context regularly in conversation. Hashtag some homo. Not all gays are pedos, but all pedos are gays. Hashtag some homo. Helping my teacher with interior arrangements. Hashtag some homo. Um, whoa, some hashtag some homo is trending in the U.S. Celebrate with a half slice. <laughs> Here's what it just says. I really want to figure out what this hashtag some homo thing is all about. <laughs> <laughs> A radio show using the word homo is starting a trending topic. Hashtag some homo. I can't wait for the new Star Wars movies. Hashtag some homo. Hashtag some homo is trending. These are the kinds of things that want to make me delete my Twitter account. Hashtag seriously. Hashtag grow up. That's from Emily. Emily, fucking get with the times. Emily's very uptight. I have imaginary conversations with Ron Bennington while I'm in the shower. Hashtag some homo. I think it would only be some homo if you were thinking that I was in the shower with you. Why is some homo? Hashtag some homo trending. Hashtag some homo is trending? I cannot believe this. OMG. Oh, come on. I need that, though, on my text with a winky face. Hashtag some homo. 
Check out Ron and Fez if you like the hashtag some homo tag, you savages. I'm a narcissist who only speaks when someone gets me angry. Hashtag some homo. I play college football and pretend I got catfished. Hashtag some homo. I bought laundry detergent that smells like summer breeze. Why is hashtag some homo trending? The question you should ask is, why hasn't it happened sooner? (laughs) I think Pepper looks like a young Russell Crowe. Hashtag some homo. No. I have hair like a crow and crashed and hashtag like (laughs) some homo, whatever OB Radio speaks. Poor Sam. Hashtag some homo shot up a movie theater, so I threw out my comics. Well, he never did. He never even brought his comics in. Well, the the actual collection, like all the memorabilia. It never happened. And now he's just typing instead of being on the show. Hashtag some homo. How come you never brought your comics in? Well, I still have to dig them out from the... From where they're at. Your asshole? How do you fit them in there? Hashtag some homo is trending. Why isn't hashtag grow the fuck up trending? (laughs) Hashtag some homo is probably my favorite trend yet. No, I get mad at us because we're shock jocking today. My name is Diamond Hair. I have hooves and I attend Renaissance fairs regularly. Hashtag some homo. Never been to a Renaissance fair. Ron just read my hashtag and I totally got the tingles. Hashtag some homo. These are fucking great. And they're nonstop, man. Well, you know, it's great just to fucking uh, find yourself hashtagging some homo. Maybe occasionally we'll think of the worst possible things that we could hashtag. Uh, Rocco, you're in Fez. Rocco. Yo, um, I watch Full House reruns to look at Uncle Jesse. Hashtag some homo. Rob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I wanted to bang Roy Hamptons, but he was straight. Some homo. Luke, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, one time, I took another man's hair and pasted it all over my face, and I enjoyed it. Hashtag some homo. Uh, Alex, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello again. Hello. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> Zero, man. You're on the Run of Fez show. I miss the nature boy. Hashtag some homo. John, what do you got, buddy? I spent more than one night at the Roxbury. Hashtag. No, homo. Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Cookie. Cookie. Hashtag some homo. Pat, you're on the Run of Fez show. I'd rather buy drugs and alcohol than pay my bills. Hashtag some homo. Oh, the, most of the bills get paid. <laughs> it's not on time. 
I watch Brokeback Mountain for the horses. Hashtag some homo. Hashtag centaur. Weird. Fez has to dig his comic books, which is right next to Skippy's grave. Hashtag some homo. Oh, no, Skippy. Aki won't let me hang with them because I'm hashtag some homo. It's hilarious that the people that don't get hashtag some homo bet are offended. Please. I aggressively mouthed Gaga and cried while holding a microphone at a music. <laughs> Holy shit. Hashtag some homo. Who was that musical guest? Oh, I was an actress. It was, uh. Well, I'll get the name in this. That was the worst thing that ever happened. I'm thinking about buying a timeshare in Vermont. Hashtag some homo. Jill Hennessy. She had her guitar with her. Thanks to some homo named Fez who came up with hashtag some homo. People who don't create hashtags like hashtag some homo. Damn. How far we done fell i know we're on twitter but have some glass fez you're losing the gay vote on this gays are getting upset about hashtag some homo that you've been promoting see that's just not understanding what it's all about how would you explain it to people i would explain it that to me no homo is always offensive where it's saying something bad is I bought a stolen air conditioner unit. Leave it up year-round. Hashtag some homo. Why is that gay? It's, just, it's a fucking good goddamn deal. I want to go home to sing along with musicals. Hashtag some homo. This is showing that everyone has some homo in them. That we're all not so different from each other. Why hasn't Chris Cornell won Sexiest Man of the Year yet? Hashtag <laughs> some homo. A lot of people like the uh, Chris Cornell's look, so. I guess. They just crazy about him. That's kind of scary here. The ladies loves him. His pants the mustache, Buffett style. I really enjoy the Pitch Perfect. Watched it twice in one day. Hashtag some homo. We're here. We're queer. We will not disappear. Hashtag some homo. Thank you. I have a feed bag and rock the blue blockers. Hashtag some homo. That blue blockers broke. I thought you gave them away to yep. another man. Hashtag some homo. <laughs> it is hashtag some homo. I agree. I've done an interview for Cigar Magazine. Hashtag some homo. Only hashtag some homo goes to Florida every vacation for 42 years. Hashtag some homo is trending in the United States. Proud to be an American? Yes, actually, I am. More than ever. These are gays that are mad, though, Fez. They're just not understanding it. Hashtag some homo radio personality claims to be hashtag some homo, but won't participate in hashtag some homo activities. I'm hoping this bit continues to the end of the show. Hashtag some homo. This thing ain't slowing down, that's for sure. I am an executive producer on the ONA show named Travis. Hashtag some homo.
we should restrict soda purchases and not allow people to smoke outdoors in Times Square. Hashtag some homo. Cigars and scotch always brings it back. Loving it, dude. Hashtag some homo. Hashtag some homo is sitting on the other side of the room in economics. <clears throat> At Jacob Balboa. They're just starting to call their friends some homo. They don't even fucking know what the bit is. Just two guys sitting in class now doing gay jokes about each other. It's fucking, it's, it's everywhere now. Next stop, the world. Michelle writes, uh, hashtag some homo and hashtag asprod are trending. I'm sensing a theme here. A lot of Chris Cornell popping up all of a sudden. Wow. Sometimes I get analog man stuck in my head. <laughs> Hashtag some homo. <laughs> that is a fucking great song. It's catchy. No. You know what? Like, the first time we played, it was like as a joke. And then after a while, I'm like, just fucking walking out. I'm an analog man. Played for like a half hour straight. Yeah. It, was, it was great. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm afraid to make a decision because decisions are hard. Hashtag some homo. This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. Up on the iBank today, one of the websites ran this, and it's um, it's one of those things that I don't think first world people ever get tired of talking about, and it's cake versus pie. I've been in this discussion many, many times. You got pie people, you got cake people. Now, yeah, if you, I think if you talk to most people, they're going to say, yeah, I like cake. And I like pie. But like children, you need to pick which one you prefer. And that will tell you anything about the person, in my opinion. Chris Stanley, are you a cake guy or a pie guy? Cake all day, every day. Soft, delicious cake. Of course he is. What's that supposed to mean? You say of course he is as if that was a you know a racial put-down. Well, cake, I mean, it's uh, for the lower, lower stock, I'd say. you got to go with pie every time. Well, I don't think you go with anything every time, but why would you say lower class people are cake eaters? It's just, it's cheap. It's, uh, they just have, like, the same, really, varieties. But pie, it, even though it could be, like, a cheap pie, it's still great every time. Even with, like, so many different <laughs> ingredients, you have your uh, fruit flavors, you're like chocolate. You can even go on mincemeat, if you will, if you're so inclined. Cheap pie is really bad, all right? So don't try to push the cheap pie angle. It's better than cheap cake. Give me a yo-yo. What would you, what would you say a cheap cake was? I'd say like uh, 12, 12 bucks maybe, but like a six ninety nine pie is better than a $12 cake. A cheap pie better you than cheap cake. You buy supermarket pies? Yes, I do. That's the fucking lowest. I mean, let's face it. A cake person or a pie person 
Neither one wants to leave with a fucking supermarket pie. And if you show up to someone's house with a... By the way, Big Mustache Hitler looks out of his fucking mind today. <laughs> the hair is down in his fucking face. Why are you Why are you combing it out of the way as if that's such a bad thing? You look like Big Mustache Hitler. All right. You show up at someone's house with a supermarket fucking pie. And to me, it's like showing up at their house with an STD. There's nothing fucking worse. I mean, we could sit and debate this like gentlemen. But if you're saying you buy supermarket pie, you should be off of this to begin with. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Patrick, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Um, I, I like pie. Uh, and the reason is there's a website that uh, you guys interviewed Michael Stern a few years ago from RoadFood.com. We did, and he's one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah, and I'm driving cross-country right now, and it's like every city you go to has their character in the pie that they're known for. And cake, you can make cake anywhere, but a pie, that's that's truly local and truly unique to that area. Now, see, what you're saying makes total sense to me. If someone says, hey, if you're close to an uh, apple orchard... And you want to, you know, you want to get those fresh apples and have that pie. You're making a great fucking point, or blueberries, or whatever you happen to be. But when you're like fucking, yeah, when you're like this Shelby talking about a six dollar supermarket pie and putting down somebody like Chris Stanley, unbelievable. I, I, I don't even know if if we can have a debate. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Uh, here's David in Washington. You're on the Ron, Ron Fez B. show. Ron B. Uh, check out. So I, I do a lot of barbecuing. I do my own uh, barbecue. I make my own pecan pie because up here in Washington they think it's just a fucking like Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas thing. So I had to learn how to make my own pie, which is now uh, pretty fucking good. And you're right on the money as far as people bringing supermarket shit over. I, I host a lot of, uh, like, uh, UFC events and stuff and do barbecues, and I stopped having people bring stuff over because basically, Ronnie, white people can't be trusted. They will bring fucking uh, three $6 pies to my house, and it's fucking garbage. Look, uh, there was a guy that used to come to my house who would bring a box ice cream cake that was fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Flavors in it, like it was just like the, the flavoring came from some kind of chemical Disgusting. that that they squirted in. And finally, I had to say to him, "You're not coming over for these events. I'm not sitting there buying a sixty dollar fucking pay per view while you come in with an eight dollar fucking ice cream cake." What kind of ungrateful freak would do that? It was Disgusting. me. Oh, uh, and that. That frustrated me to no end. Now, um, by the way, somebody just wrote in, where is this, what is this website Michael Stern is talking about? It's called roadfood.com. If you like the kind of stuff that we put up on the iBang uh, with the Jersey food, roadfood.com does that all over the country. I've used, I use that all the time when I'm in the uh, New England area and I find all kinds of fantastic stuff. All right, here's another thing I want to say about you pie people. The problem with pie is the best that you can eat fruit is fresh. So a bowl of fruit that is fresh is better than any cooked fruit. 
That's the problem with pie. You're making fruit worse than it is naturally. I think you're bringing out the flavors in it. You're absolutely not. You sound like a man who's never eaten fresh fruit in his life. If you're in the Caribbean and you eat a pineapple, it is A, a million times better than anything that you can get in the supermarket, and B, better than you can do cooking it in any possible way. So that's the biggest problem. Now, I know what you're going to say to me. What about jams and jellies? Good point. But you want a little bit of jam or a little bit of jelly on your toast. You don't want to eat big mouthfuls of jam and jelly, which is what you're fucking getting with most pies. It's like you're eating a fucking giant <laughs> jar of jelly with some crust around it. Um, here's Patrick. Patrick in New Jersey. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, uh, first time listener, first time caller, long time listener. Um, I like cake and pie equally personally, but I'm not sure where Shelby's coming from saying that cake is for lower class people. Because as far as I know, there's no high end pie market out there, whereas there's a huge boom for like wedding cakes, all that stuff. Like people pay a lot of money for cake. Exactly. Most of the time, if you go to a really nice fucking restaurant, you're more likely to find pastry over like a slice of pie. Now I'm saying that to a person that I know, for you, Acme is about as big as you've fucking ever eaten in your life. Um, but you you threw off your argument with six dollar pies. Well you'd pay like $200 for that expensive cake, but is it really that much better than a pie? You're like spending that much money. So what you're saying is not that much better. Cake is not that much better than a pie. I think you're making a great uh, case for the cake eaters, and I think you'd make the world's worst lawyer. Oh, but how much? Your Honor, he's guilty, yeah, but not a hundred percent guilty, or as guilty as some people. Is this a mistrial? Phil, Phil in Boston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Tort reform. Ron, Ron, I want to come at this from a whole different angle. Okay? Please do. In in life, we've seen people's faces being pushed into pies and cakes. Yeah. Now. Any animal clown can push your face into a pie. But at a nice, classy wedding, we're going to see a little cake pushed in a face. I'd like to take that into consideration here. Um, I think that you're taking us off from where we need to be. Here's Anthony in Canada. Please get us back on track, Anthony. Uh, are we considering cheesecakes in this? Yeah, we can put cheesecake into the mix. And I would go cake all the way. Okay. Yeah. A cheesecake is a cake. See, here's the thing that I'm saying about cake. Fruit is better fresh. But you don't want to just sit there and eat wheat. You have to fucking work on it. I.e. make it into a cake. It goes to show where the excitement level is cake is. Cake does not exist in nature. And if you look at pie, you could most of the time say... Who ruined the fucking blueberries? Now, blueberries, as you know, are not a are not a standalone, not a standalone fruit. You need kiwi <laughs> or something. Come back. Um, here's Melvin in Virginia. 
Melvin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, how y'all doing? Yeah. I, I, I agree with uh, both callers on the respect, but I... I I like the one caller. I hold a lot of events. I pay the big. I pay big money for the pay per views, and I barbecue and everything. Good. I like both. I like both cake and pie. But I was raised by my grandma. If it ain't homemade, it's bullshit. I gotta agree with you there. If you, know? you, I mean, you can. Fez came to my house the other day, and he had beard puffs, cream puffs, uh, which probably fall closer into cake than they do into pie, and he All was right. a big hit for it. Although the next day, everybody woke up realizing they ate too many cream puffs after a large night of eating. But he's out of his, let me go get the cheapest, easiest thing that I can get. He's moved on. He's a human being now. Um, You can't show up like Shelby thinking at a fucking $6 cake. I found it at the bodega. I'm you not guys saying like that I'd bring a six dollar pie every time. You, you, you I'm do. saying that you fucking do. And let me just cheap. say this: I want to open up a pie shop called "Who Ruined the Blueberries." I just put it out there. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Cake versus pie. It's up on the iBang right now. I believe pie is reading uh, leading us. By the way, uh, Liz sets fire. Very disappointed that Chris Stanley doesn't jump over, jump into the uh, who's in the box anymore. You're too busy working on production. I'm working those phones, working that prod. That's what I call it. But I always like to throw out what's in the box. She's I know because you would always do what's in the fucking box what's real in fast. The fucking box? Real fast. Um, actually, even leaving the movie that we were in <laughs> and going into Silence of the Lamb. <laughs> we were almost like she a great big fat person, and we'd have to say, "Come on, dude." I fuck me. It puts the lotion on its skin. My size 14. I thought that he was making fun of people like that, but then he talks like that in every movie. He's the best ever. I don't know. I mean, when you see him play a senator, <laughs> we got to pass this bill. You're like, I don't know whether you should be an, a, uh, an actor. Um, let's go over to Joe. Joe in Texas. How you doing, buddy? Hey, it's Joe from Texas. Yeah. And I disagree. I believe that um, cheesecake is a pie, but I'm a cake eater. First of all, there's a reason it's not called cheese pie. It's fucking (laughs) cheesecake. I mean, we can argue back and forth. First of all, if someone says to you, do you want some cake or pie? The answer is yes, please. Meaning, give me a little slice of both. I like to fucking enjoy myself. Don't make me fucking choose. This isn't an election. Give me a half slice of both. If you <laughs> if you're so worried about running out. But this guy calls muffins cupcakes too. He what actually, world is he living? He in? calls muffins muff pies. <laughs> I mean, he lives in a fucking insane world. This is like seriously. This is like talking to the kind of person who fucking drowns puppies. <laughs> Coke Logic will know how to get into this. Coke Logic, what do you got, buddy? Hey, I want to know, uh, is this based off of taste alone, or are we looking at like what it looks like, the presentation? Because you can decorate the shit out of a cake. It's a very good point. You do a lot of things with a cake. A pie, and a pie is best served as simply as possible. That's why normally a homemade pie is the best pie you can get by far. Um, but you're very, very correct that you don't show up in an elegant occasion 
and have people come by and, and admire your beautiful pie because it's a simple home food. That's what I like about pie, how simple and just it puts itself out there naked for the world to see. It doesn't need to be dressed up with plastic surgery like a cake does. You eat a $6 pie, I'm going to say at most six ninety nine. Garbage pie is what One Marie Callender. It's coming down to about 45 cents a slice. Nothing you could possibly say could dig you out of that hole. They're the supermarket people. They're the experts. They know what they're doing. They do it every day. So they make their bread and butter. And they use bread and butter. Yeah, I don't, get, I, mean, I don't get my bread and butter from the supermarket either. Fucking go places and get it to taste well. I can't make that so many stops here. <laughs> yeah, well, you live in fucking New York now. It's not a lot of stops, and you could eat well instead of eating like... And I hate to fucking say this, but I'm going to say it to you. Like someone who grew up in St. Louis, all right? Like some fucking slack-jawed St. Louis, uh-oh, the Rams are leaving. Doesn't matter. We like talking about the Cardinals all the time anyway. We're the best. I hope you don't mean the football Cardinals, because they fucking left you too. And went to Phoenix, where a Cardinal would die from the heat. I got to go into break here. I don't have a lot of time for this. I'm going to take one more. Here's Robin Philly. Robin Philly, kick or pie? Hey, what's going on? I just want to say the cake is a lie, and Shelby needs to take his fucking white trash $6 pies and keep them in the trailer park barbecues where they belong. You know what? Not only am I going to make you the last call on this, I'm sending you into the big-ass prize closet because you have summed this up perfectly. You can like cake, you can like pie, but you definitely have to hate Shelby. It's been the case my whole life. Uh, Chris, I'm trying to fucking do this. Where are my interns? Uh, they're helping to set up for the live on masks that's about to go down in a half hour. And then who screens my phone calls? Um, no one. Then you're a fuck up. <laughs> and you run a fucked up ship. And I'm going to spend the next half hour doing on-screen phone calls. Oh, Jesus. And I hope they turn this place into a goddamn shitbox. I really do. I hope they fucking... I hope they're so awful and disgusting and weird. And then I'm going to pin that on you. Well, hopefully the B.J. Novak amassed. Yeah, I understand, but I still need more people. I need screening phone calls, and I need interns to go down there. You didn't leave my little Dominican intern by herself, right? No, I'm going down with her, going down there with her. Right oh, now. No, walking down to the fishbowl with Narice. I did see her talking to uh, Who Kid. I had to drag her away from him. Good idea. I was like, Who Kid? This isn't for you. This isn't. For you. And, oddly, that's exactly who it's for. <laughs> if you think about it. I mean, in nature, you know, if we were doing a nature film. All right, we fucked up. Unscreen phone calls coming up. Thank you for calling the Ron and Fez show. No one is currently available to screen your call. Please hold, and Ron and Fez will be right with you. Please stand by for your unscreened calls. We're right back, Ron and Fez. Oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Taking your on-screen phone calls because Chris Stanley can't keep his interns in the studio. Coming up in a little bit. It's going to be uh, Unmasked with B.J. Novak. He's written a book called One More Thing. 
And it's hardcover. Uh, hi, Ron and Fez. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, so I walk in, I see my wife, and she's got this huge dick in her hand. And I thought it was nice and all, but uh, it wasn't mine. Unscreen phone calls. Pepper Hicks is my spirit animal. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> Robin, Papa Booey, Papa Booey. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, uh, got a little poem for you. Some folks say that Fez is gay. Everybody knows Chris fucking blows. Fuck you, Centaur. Unscreen phone calls. Uh, uh, yeah, Ronnie B. Uh, uh, Blue Apron, baby. Uh, Pan Roasted Hank, my favorite so far. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> Pepper Hicks is a cum belly. Unscreen phone calls. Oh, it's done fact. Unscreen phone calls. What's in the box? Unscreen phone calls. Hey, Ronnie, uh, you need to get rid of Pugbot 3000 over there. Unscreen phone calls. Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Unscreen phone calls. Hey, uh, Van Hine, suck a dick. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, man, I'll give $46 to let Chris Stanley stick my dick in Fez's ass. Unscreen phone calls. Uh, my ice tea tastes like pussy juice. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> Unscreen phone calls. Wait, what? Would you say you're about a size 14? Unscreen phone calls. And then once he spit on it, it went right in. Unscreen phone calls. Never before have I seen a producer put the whole show on his back like Pepper Hicks. Shelby, hold my dick! Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. One more thing, that's from Colombo. Unscreen phone calls. Jenny Hart is a cunt! Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Rusty! I made it on the air, Rusty! Bring back Dave! Unscreen phone calls. I was passed over the light off! I thought the way I wanted Unscreen phone calls. I love butter my ass up with being gay. It burns so good. Unscreen phone calls. He's that good, bro. Unscreen phone calls. Come on, see the goddamn words! You're gonna be okay! Come on, Sam, see the goddamn words! Unscreen phone calls. Did I hear Pepper Hicks has a cum belly? Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, Shelby, I wanna take your little penis and put it in my mouth and suck on your little balls. I wanna fucking put my little pinky up your butthole and lick it until the peach fuzz comes out. Baby, yeah. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. Sports blockers and contributing. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, I've got a lamp I'd like to sell for $20 and a broken rotor tiller for 45 Unscreen phone calls. Well, there be cake or pie at Fezzy's going away party in April. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> Unscreen phone calls. And a creep boot. Unscreen phone calls. Fez Wiley, the standalone fruit. Unscreen phone calls. OnlineCJService.com. Unscreen phone calls. Davey Maxwell, woo! Unscreen phone calls. Ron Bennington for president. 
Unscreen phone calls. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Heather, I hope your baby dies of AIDS. Unscreen phone calls. Then I get talked to you and shot right back and some bitch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Buy more Bitcoin. Unscreen phone calls. Can you quack? Can you quack like a duck when you suck? Can you buck like a horse when we fuck? Can you stick your whole tongue up my butt? Can you quack? Can you quack like a duck when you suck? Unscreen phone calls. Any W, Unscreen phone calls. Unclean home balls. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, can I place an order for delivery? Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. That motherfucker tweets a swastika like nobody's business. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, this is Fez's old bus driver, Buster Matu. Where's that fat fag been? Unscreen phone calls. Yes, did I hear that pepper inch has a cum belly? Unscreen phone calls. I'm Rob Ford, and I ate Gail Pussy's pussy. Unscreen phone calls. No, officer, all is well. I don't get high off the cocaine. I just like the smell. Unscreen phone calls. I'm going to fuck Fez in the ass. Unscreen phone calls. Go in my cup, nigga. phone calls. When the monkey house walks, he walks a fat ass. Unscreen phone calls. Damn it, Ronnie. Why don't you pick up the damn phone? These are unscreened and terrible. Unscreen huh? phone calls. Let's be friends. Something wonderful is going to happen. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. God, I miss Billy the phone freak. Unscreen phone calls. Ellie, if I was you, my motherfucking nigga, rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Unscreen phone calls. Bring back sweet Melissa. Unscreen phone calls. Never trust pizza from a man named Papa. Unscreen phone calls. Uh, hello, this is Gordon Ramsay. I just want to say the Ron and Face Show is the most entertaining, funny, enthralling, entrancing, engaging, delicious, sumptuous, toy-splitting, witty... Absorbing, you can hang up any time, Ron. Charming, diverting, engrossing. Thank you for calling the Ron and Fez show. No one is currently available to screen your call. Please hold, and Ron and Fez will be right with you. Please stand by for your unscreened calls. Unscreened phone calls. Listen, Shelby, you pie-eating fuck. I'm going to come out of your lips. Unscreened phone calls. Yeah, no, got to escape, girl. Unscreen phone calls. I saw you mm-hmm. walking in the rain. You were holding hands and I'll never be the same. Always ready for some orange juice, Jones. Unscreen phone calls. Slow! Unscreen phone calls. Yes, this is Dave Manning's Nick. How's everything in the Super Bowl going? Unscreen phone calls. Uh, Hicks, I love you and precious. Unscreen phone calls. Fez Wally subscribes to a 
a service called Pink Apron. Last night he made a cum sandwich. Unscreen phone calls. Bring back the movie sound bit. Unscreen phone calls. Pepper Hicks, where the best of really means best of the last two weeks. Fuck you, Centaur. Unscreen phone calls. It's a little old White House on the corner of Vine Street and some other street. There's a truck out front that says no Hargraves construction on it. I'll be sitting here waiting on you. Mm-hmm. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> Unscreen phone calls. I love shitting in a sock and slapping it all over my naked body. <laughs> Unscreen phone calls. Bring back Eastside Dave. Shelby and Hicks suck. Unscreen phone calls. Can I get a what? Unscreen phone calls. Eastside Dave rules. Unscreen phone calls. I like the way he calls. Unscreen phone calls. Oh, I want to give Castro a rim job. Unscreen phone calls. I just shit my pants. Unscreen phone calls. WNEW, Ethod. Unscreen phone calls. I'm sorry, that's all I had. Unscreen phone calls. It's not a sub, it's a goddamn hoagie. Unscreen phone calls. I eat my own poo. Unscreen phone calls. Hey, Chris. Unscreen phone calls. Good afternoon, and thank you for calling the Ron and Fez Show, starring Ron, Fez, and Pecker Hips Stanley. Unscreen phone calls. Turn down your own fucking radio. Unscreen phone calls. <laughs> uh. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Baba Booey. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, does your large plain pie have pepperoni on it? Unscreen phone calls. Roses are red, violets are blue. Pepper said it's not good, but I know someone who's blue. Unscreen phone calls. Hey guys, I just love all you guys. You guys do a great radio show. I love Shelby, I love Fez, and I love Pepper, but I love you most, Ron. Thank you. Unscreen phone calls. Learn that poem. Learn that poem. Unscreen phone calls. Call phone unscreened. Sorry. Unscreen phone calls. Oh, Mr. Honey. Unscreen phone calls. I'm being replaced by Blair Garner's America's Morning Show, and I'm borderline suicidal. Unscreen phone calls. I'm going to intercept three Papa John's pizzas. Unscreen phone calls. Can you play the lone dinosaur song? Unscreen phone, unscreen phone calls, unscreen phone calls. Billy the kid who loves child porn says, "Bring back Davy Mac." Unscreen phone calls. All niggers love die. Wipe out. Unscreen phone calls. Drive by truckers' new album comes out March third. Unscreen phone calls. I'm having Ron Bennington's on stuff. Damn it! Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Have you seen my fucking keys? 
Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, can I get that number for that broken roto killer? Unscreen phone calls. Did you say Jimmy down? Unscreen phone calls. Howard Stern sucks. Eastside Babe rules. Unscreen phone. Whoops. Unscreen phone calls. Oh, I fuck me. I fuck me hard. Unscreen phone calls. Say cookie. Say cookie. Say cookie. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, my dad used to give me chicken livers. Unscreen phone calls. Fuck Chris Stanley. 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 Unscreen phone calls. Hey, bring back Troy Kwan. Free Troy Kwan. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. I would love to eat feathered mud pie. Unscreen phone calls. Pizza pie. Unscreen phone calls. Pepper Hicks has a cum belly. Unscreen phone calls. I love lamp. Unscreen phone calls. It takes a tough man to make a tender chicken. Unscreen phone calls. Hey, this is Pepper Hicks' dad. The other day I saw some young black men on the street. I said, yo, what's up, young bloods? Where the Jimmy's at? We need to score some H. Unscreen phone calls. Yeah, baby. Unscreen phone calls. Remember, you guys still got that uh, code word to get run off your ass. Cranky grandpa or something? You might need it today. Unscreen phone calls. Unscreen phone calls. Can't wait till April, you fruity faggot. Unscreen phone calls. Well, here comes Danes on the pillow where she was laid. Thank you for calling the Ron and Fez show. No one is currently available to screen your call. Please hold, and Ron and Fez will be right with you. Please stand by for your unscreened calls. Unscreened phone calls. Cockby. Nothing but cockby. Stand by for more of the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Raw Dog. You know when sitcoms do clip shows from previous episodes? Yeah, well, it's kind of like that. This is the best of Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. It is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, I got in this debate last night because... We're at a point now where everybody fights about the hamburger. And what is the perfect hamburger? What is the perfect style? But you go to all these new places in New York. And now ever since uh, the the burger joint and then later uh, Steak and Shake. Or what's it called? The Shake steak, Shack? Shake Shack, yeah. Now I turn around. Almost every block is trying to compete against Steak Shack. They, uh, they're trying to have their own thing. And it looks like they go down. They do the Danny Meyer bun. They do the Danny Meyer burger, the Danny Meyer cheese, the yeah, the Pat Lafrida's meat. But the fry is always different. Mm -hmm. And I got into this debate, the perfect fry, because you kind of got like regular fries that you would consider McDonald's style fry to be. Then you got the shoestrings. Then you got the steak fry. (laughs) Then you got that one that looks like they're just printing it out. Like, it's almost like they got a potato stamp 
mm-hmm. where you're getting this waffle. Yeah. Oh, waffle fries. Yeah. And then some of the steak fries are almost like slices. So it's like a quarter of a potato. potato. Um, And then, of course, they'll go sweet potato, potato with skins, curly, straight, uh, shoestring. Do you want the skin on it? Do you want a wedge? What exactly do you want from a fry? What makes something a perfect fry? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's also up on the iBank as a part of uh, good questions. Now, Hicks, I'm going to ask you first of all on this one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. See, like your steak fry, your waffle fry, your curly fry, they're good. But I feel like there's, those are gimmicks. I think if you really want a fucking good fry, one that you're always going to go to, you need a thin cut, fucking double fried, and personally, skin on. Uh, yes, I want some skin on it. You want skin on it. Yeah, I want so skin on it. So if some fries show up here and there without skin, yeah. you're a little disappointed. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. If, and, but if I see with skin, I'm like, this is the best fucking fry order ever. But with but if it doesn't have skin on, yeah. I, I'm like, uh, it's Now, just I will fry. tell you this about the steak fry. I believe that the whole point of fries is fry. You don't want a giant potato taste in it. When I bite into a steak fry, it's far too potatoey. It actually belongs next to a steak because that's more of a denter, denter, <laughs> dinner type of taste that you're looking for, or denter, as they say in Finland. Mother, Peter, it's time for denter. <laughs> Uh, Molly, what about you? Well, for me, it really does depend on the meal. Just for example, if I'm having chicken tenders, waffle fry, hands down. For the burger... Wait, wait, let's just stop that. <laughs> a waffle fry only with a chicken tender? Yes. I will That's not weird. eat a straight fry with my chicken tender. Why? It just tastes so much better with a waffle fry. That is not an excuse. I mean, that's. That's just. I mean, you just told us something bizarre. Yeah. It's almost like you heard like a sexual kink from someone, and then they wouldn't explain why. So a chicken tender must be with a waffle fry. Yes. Oh, okay. Weird. I would also say this: you're past the age for chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken tenders are for babies. That's an excellent point. Okay. All right. Now with your burger, what do you with have? With my burger. The king of fry, McDonald's French fries. So what would we call the McDonald's fry? I would just call it McDonald's-style fry. Because they didn't invent it. No. But they do it very well. But what is that fry cut called? It's almost like a hybrid between a shoestring and, like, you know, just your average cut and I may give you that. I may give you that there's the tiniest thing of um, that to it. Here's uh, Corey in, in Memphis. You're on the run of Fe hey. Show. Hey guys, I'm with Hicks. Uh, no waffles. None of that gimmicks. Give me a straight cut, skin on, a little bit of salt. But do me a favor, fry it in duck fat. What is What does duck fat do for you? He's just gone. He just yelled out <laughs> duck fat, and he is gone. That's the popular thing these days. Everything's got to be fried in duck fat. Well, yeah, it's a little, you know, it's flavorful. Um, Brian and PA, go ahead, buddy. What do you got? Hey, uh, fresh cut fries, just like Pepper said, 
skin on and cook them in a high-temperature oil to give them that nice little kind of crispy skin. Uh, the difference is those, the hand-cut ones are a little bit smaller. The ones down the boardwalk that you get down in Jersey, those are a little thicker cut, and they actually hold up in the heat a little bit better uh, when you're walking there. Pour a little malt vinegar on there, brother. You'll enjoy them. Well, we're not going to overly get into sauces and toppings, you know, whether it should be gravy, cheese, or vinegar, because that's just pure madness. We'd never be able to end this debate. We're just talking potato here, people. Um, it is funny, though, like, a French fry goes with a burger, but not a steak, and not at breakfast. That's that crazy. a home fry is the standard at breakfast, but if you said, give me fries with that at the diner, at least a couple of people are going to, like... You realize these are eggs, <laughs> and you're putting a French fry next to them. You're a freak. That's a little nuts. It's the same with you can have burgers and potato chips. You can't have steak and chips. <laughs> then it suddenly looks like you're a lunatic, <laughs> like you're eating chicken tenders, doing something besides waffle fries. Insanity. Yeah. It's classless, really. All up on the eye bang right now. Um, here is Matt. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. And yeah. the perfect for me is like that medium thickness to kind of get at like five guys, but it really depends what you're doing with your fries. If you're going to just put it on the burger, a thinner cut fry, but if you're looking for a dipping fry, you need like a thicker cut. So if you want a sauce, you have to go thicker. And those shoestring things, that's, that's horseshit. Because you end up stabbing yourself in the back of the throat with it anyway. Um. Let's look at the Ocean City Boardwalk Fry. That's the name of it. It is the only place that kind of names the fry. Uh, and people on Ocean City uh, will just get the fries as if it was an entree and walk down the beach with it. It is a little thicker. It is a world-famous Fry. It looks good. See, I like that. I like the little thicker cut. I don't care for the skin on it. Why not? Um, taste? Too much taste? Texture. Texture where it's it throws me off. They've both been they've both been cooked. It's not like eating a chicken, I mean a potato skin. I mean, it's fried like the rest is. In the dark, I don't think you would you'd notice texture. I, I think I would because also I think it makes it kind of a crispier fry, and I like a softer French fry. That's why I like a thicker cut. You like a soggy, soft, potatoey oh. fry. Yeah, yeah. That's what you might like is a baked potato. Uh, the boardwalk fries, though, unlike McDonald's, people go and go. Give me a bucket of those fries, and I'm going to walk the boardwalk with them. And thousands of people do it every night. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I guess maybe what this is in, like evidence of what the caller said before, that it really depends on what you're doing with your fry. I don't know. I still think McDonald's is like the fry of all fries. Now, uh, the person who they went out of their way to recreate the boardwalk fry is Five Guys. Because they're down that way. They went down and looked at it. And they decided peanut oil was the way to go. Also great for kids with peanut allergies. <laughs> Um, Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. Hey, how, how can anybody not go wrong with just a great old diner-style crinkle-cut fry, not cooked too crispy? Crinkle-cut fry. See, I would say this about diner. There's no one uniform thing that you're going to get 
in every diner. This is the, the strange thing about a fry that's different from anything else on your plate. Different from the like a hot dog that you're buying or a cheeseburger. I think you know what you're going to get if you say, give me a cheeseburger. Yeah. Give me a hot dog. With a fry, it could be almost any of the things. That crinkle cut, which seems like it goes from frozen yeah. into the thing, uh, I'm not a fan of at all. Is it, is, I don't remember getting fresh crinkle cut fries. It's, are they just universally frozen and crinkle cut? Uh, it's a really good question. It's a really good question. Because if, yeah, if I see a crinkle, I was like, ah, oh, they're just frozen. They're not going to be that good. They're going to just be whatever. Um, it just seems like they came in a bag, yeah. in a frozen bag. Uh, it's up on the iBang right now. I wish we wouldn't have got to this so late, because it could go on forever, this debate. could go on for the end of time. Um, here's Tim Tulsi. You're on the Run of Fez show. Um, Molly, you sound like a million bucks today. Thanks. Money, you got to go with waffle fry, curly fry, steak fry. You need lots of surface area to hold your dipping sauce, whatever that may be. So you want it big and thick and giant and made for dipping? Maybe not giant, but not shoestring, not small. You need some area. Um, when I see people who dip, and yes, I include ketchup as part of that, I think they don't like the taste of potato, and they like the taste of dip. They like a sauce. Unless you're fries, I mean, look. Unless you're fries, I'm gonna fucking put more ketchup on. You got a great fucking point. That is the truth of anything that you're eating. If you have a lesser burger, soak it in fucking sauce, yeah. ketchup, mustard, uh, mayonnaise, because that's what you're going to taste. When you have something great, keep the sauces off of it. Yes, I think if you're going to be out there with your shitty ice bag crinkled uh, potato chips. Then soak that shit in that red fucking dope that you need so much. <laughs> um, Gil. Gil? You're on the Run of Fez show. Great, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. Hey, man. You said no fries with steak, but like that last guy said, what about steak fries? And what mm -hmm. about the battered potato wedges? They're big. They're big. They're See, a potato wedge. big. I think when you go too big, like with a wedge or a steak fry, you get a really dry fry inside. True. You like, just soggy, <laughs> you like a soggy fry. <laughs> yeah, but it's got to be a thicker cut without going that gigantic. Thicker without gigantic and nice and soggy, not too crispy. <laughs> you must hate McDonald's fries then. You must despise them. McDonald's fries are so hit and miss, but they usually come out bad. No, I think they're like universally great. They're the most uniform thing <laughs> in any fast food in history. A McDonald's fry, to me, tastes the same in Walla Walla, Washington, as it does in Washington, D.C., as it does in Sarasota, Florida, Dallas, Texas, San Diego. The McDonald's fry... Nothing has been done better in the history of fast food than that. It's science. They've got down to a science. It's you know, science. at the very least, you're going to get your fries. Yeah, definitely. Also, eat them fast before they get cold. Um, here's uh, Mel. You're on the Run of Fest show. You think Australians dip fries? Here's uh, Jeremy. You're on the Run of Fest show. What you do is you bake your fries. 
And then you take a, a melted butter with your salt and your pepper in it. You pour it over it like you would popcorn after you bake it. Shake it up. It's the best fry in the world. It's not really a fry. It's a bake. Yeah. Uh, Ken, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Yeah. Great. All right. got to be a medium-cut fry. None of these waffles or shoestrings because then you're just, that's just trying to get little kids to eat fries and you go, oh, look at the pretty shape. All right, no extra spices on them, and they got to be fried well. So if you put a little ketchup on it, you hold it your finger, it doesn't droop over. You're just the opposite, Fez. You want some droopage. I need some droopage. No, this, no. Is, this is the weird thing about food is like we, here's something like if you said to people, do you like fries? We're all going to say yes. Yeah. And in our mind, we all have a different idea what a fry is. Much like love. Now, I will also say this. I I think this makes me a little different than Fez. I'm not looking for the same fry every time. I don't mind the occasional shoestring fry. Yeah, some of those things, I mean, not all the time, but you want to mix it up a little bit. It's nothing wrong with that. Just to enjoy some fucking fry. Like, I'll, I'll have a curly fry every now and then. I'll be like, all right. So I'm you're not insane with your... <laughs> you're not an extremist. I'll be like, hey... They have curly fries on the menu? I want to mix it up tonight. Uh, here's somebody who always knows, a Dickie Jr. Yo, Peppy Ham, you like a little skin on your fries, dog? Then you got to go with Five Guys, nigga. <laughs> five Guys, as I said before, and by the way, please don't use that word, they go out of their way to do the Ocean City, Maryland fry. Even as you look at that. But I will say this about Five Guys. I don't think, I think their fry is much better in the place than if you do a, a takeout order. Um, I don't think it travels well. And a lot of great food doesn't travel well. Sushi. You don't want to get takeout <laughs> no. sushi. Uh, the five guys seem to get a little uh, soggier as, they, as they're coming from work. Yeah, soggy. Sogged. Um, here's, uh, Michelle. Michelle, what do you got? Well, good afternoon, guys. I wanted to give you the lowdown on the crinkle fries. Um, nine times, no, no restaurant's going to make crinkle fries because it just, you can't do it. You can run, make your own fries, run them through what we used to call the fry theory. You just push the machine down, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You got French fries. That's all there is to it. So you get crinkle fries somewhere, nine times out of ten, they're going to be frozen. Um, I was watching uh, No Reservations one night, and the host there, Anthony Bourdain. Please don't jump in when I'm talking. Anthony Bourdain <laughs> uh, said when he had his place that he was executive chef of, they decided let's make the best French fry we can. Let's have the perfect French fry with our steaks and. You're like, well, why don't more people think that way? If you can pull off the great fry, you can forgive a lot of other things on that plate. I don't think people want to go, th go through the trial and error of creating that perfect dish. Then get out of the restaurant business, my friend. Okay. It's no place for you. <laughs> Your kind's not wanted here. I am tired of people saying I've picked a profession and I don't want to work hard at it. It's a weird thing to do. 
They always say you either work hard or you work smart. And then I say 95% of people do neither. And I say neither instead of neither because I'm from England. You're from England? I thought you were from like Pennsylvania. Yeah, the English part. The part that don't fuck around. That's the part I'm from. British I'm from Twin Oaks, okay? And that stands for T-O, which means watch out, motherfucker. Bring me the fries I asked for, or I'll burn this fucking place down, and then go find out where your kids live. Jesus Christ, that happens every time you order fries? <laughs> that I, might, I might have got carried away. <laughs> Actually, Twin Oaks doesn't count for any of that. But my point was that you threw down is that Bourdain said, look, we can make great fries. Kyle wants to swing by and see you, Doug. Z, I'm going to send this to you, but he also has uh, an address if he can't make it. Okay. He wants you to lock up a men's large. Okay. He also said you made uh, his fucking week. Huh. He is a person who uh, always sends in good stuff. By the way, Molly writes a lot of funny lines. Thanks. But I notice you don't go out of your way to deliver funny lines on the air. Yeah. You're more cutting in your writing than you are in your speaking voice. I think I am, too. I think because it takes me a little longer to come up with something good. I thought that maybe it's because you were a little lady. Or maybe because I'm a lady. I yeah, maybe the anonymity of, of yeah. writing makes me a little gutsier. Have you ever, ever read any Dorothy Parker stuff? No. I think she is one of, if not the, the funniest writer ever, uh, a woman. Um, maybe that's where... Fetish should take us to the Algonquin Roundtable for our, our dinner. I notice we haven't locked anything down for this famous dinner. I can't do it. We gotta do it, man. We gotta get this Zimmerman fucking toast down. Get some cocktails, right? No one's right. Not if the interns are going. <laughs> but I'm the only one <laughs> I forgot. I don't want you to do jive talk. No, Shelby wants to drink, too. Shelby can't drink. He's an intern. Uh, Laura, you're on the Run and Fetish show. Well, you're quick to cut out anyone else's drinking, aren't you? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I feel like the fry thing is kind of done already. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, fries are over? Well, no, the conversation seems to be over, so I don't know. No, 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 you're welcome back into it. Okay, okay. Um, well, I want to contest the McDonald's thing. I do agree that they're hit and miss, but they're more miss than hit. So I'm going to go with Burger King as having the most consistent fry. Oh, those are inedible. Wow! Really? <laughs> Just when I thought you had Fez on your side, because you you thought the McDonald's was hit or miss. I yeah, that part they're definitely hit or miss, and I think that's not from the process. That's from when you get them. How long have they sat there pre-cartoned? Here, but, but, agree, but here's what I think. I'm sorry. Fez, when you like them most is when they're miss. I think <laughs> when there's a bad fry is when Fez gets happy. Uh, yeah, I've never heard anyone bag, brag about Burger King. Uh, oh, but they're always crispy, no matter how long they sit around. Because they're double fried. Oh, double fried. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to Burger King in a million years, to be honest with you. A double fry sounds good. Yeah, I know. It sounds <laughs> like you're doing twice what you need to. Crispy. Um, Tony, you're on the Run of Fez show. Kangaroo pouch fries. Oh, God. Mm. James, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey. Here's Rich in Fort Myers. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Are you guys fans of the, like, they call them boardwalk-style fries or, yeah. you know, fresh-cut fries that are real crispy outside? I am. Hell yeah. Well, I, uh, the trade secret, as far as I've seen, is that 
after they're cut, they throw them in a fryer at 300 degrees, and they cook them for uh, some period of time, and then take them out and put them in an ice bath. And then they put them back in a fryer at 400 degrees, and that's what makes them crispy on the outside. That's what these uh, uh, French fry gurus tell me. All right, so now you know that you're hanging around with French fry gurus. <laughs> that's great. Uh, here's Sam in Buffalo. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, buddy. So, I think that shoestring shoestring fries should only soak up the chicken wing juice from your hot wings. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I didn't notice that, but everybody in Buffalo has those shoestring fries. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're only good because, like, they hold salt really well, and I really like salty food, so, like, the more the better, but... They did invent the chicken wing, though. You gotta give them something. You know what? I I want to. I'm gonna go. I hate shoestring fries. <laughs> so you're making a giant mistake, dude. <laughs> Screw it. No, yeah. I, can't, I have no time for them. I want you going to apologize to shoestring fries. I bet you're gonna apologize to shower bench. No, there's nothing. Shower bench. See, it's a completely different thing. What shower bench said than what I said. It's completely different. Shower bench does not you're want wrong. me to be gay. You agreed. To the statement, 100%. And I said, isn't this what? Yes. And then I told you the shower bench sent you that a year ago. So you were caught in your own web of lies. Uh, we're going to keep this going. It's up on the iBang. Maybe we'll have a poll for it tomorrow to get to the bottom of it. And that's the, the end of my fuck? show. Donk. It's the best of Ron and Fence. On Raw Dog Comedy. It's Channel 99. This show was brought to you by Afro and Friends.